You're listening to the Famine of Knowledge, which is a podcast. Hi, I'm Steve. I am the co-host alongside my co-host, who is also a co-host, who is Shane. Hi. Say hi, Shane. Hi. Hi. And we're jo- joined We're joined here today by John Fail, um, who is... Um, John, John, do you want to say a little bit about yourself? Um, well, the name John Fail was an anagram for join half. Join half. Yeah, so I don't know if that could be like my alter ego when I'm on podcast. I think Fail is a good surname already. Yeah. And particularly because your middle name is Will. William, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you will fail. It has served me well. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine, yeah. Uh, so John is a Helsinki-based human b- being, originally from Pittsburgh, which is the largest city uh, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That is not true. Okay, well, that's what Wikipedia says. It is the second says. largest city in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. What's the, what's the largest? Philadelphia. Oh, I There's think I might, no way <laughs> this that. might be Philadelphia's Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible that as I've, since I've been gone, the makeup has changed. It's not the first time I've mixed those cities up either. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I know a guy, another guy from Pittsburgh, um, Kurt Regelnick, and um, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. I don't know him. Yeah, I asked <laughs> you that, I think, already. Yeah. But he's involved in, like, art and culture and stuff, so... You know, I, I, I assumed uh, he naturally... Oh, no, come on, I've been gone for 12 years. I don't have anybody okay. there anymore. Uh, well, so I think he has also. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, I accidentally said, uh, and you're from Philly, right? <laughs> That's the end of that story. Yeah, very interesting. Um, John uh, works primarily in open form collaborations. What does that mean, John? Uh, it, sounds, it means that you probably lifted that from some bio I wrote. Yeah, well, as you can see later on, it says mostly based off pixelate bio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess... I put that because I don't really make anything on my own. Actually, I don't really make anything, so there's the open form part. Mm-hmm. And when I actually think of myself being a creative practitioner, I imagine that I like to get people together and I push them maybe in certain directions, but mostly let them do their own thing and try to see what weird stuff happens. But it doesn't matter what comes out. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I've done that like as a practicing artist. I've organized a workshop or event like that maybe three times, four times, because mostly I'm busy organizing other stuff, which is also takes the form of open form collaborations. But yeah, I should just stop pretending that I do anything besides uh, send emails and yeah. create events. Well, and, that that is the trick. That's what we all have to convince ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, John Wren, uh, so how do you say ptarmigan? Just like that. Okay, so the P is silent. Yeah, that's one of the reasons, because there's no silent letters in Finnish or Estonian. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, because the languages are really literal in yeah. terms of like the... Uh, yeah, they're both Finnogaric languages. So. And, and I recommend if you're starting a culture space to try to intentionally name it in a, some way that's difficult for people to understand or pronounce. <laughs> it, it definitely endears you to the local community. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, Tarmigan is a project that was in Helsinki and Tallinn from uh, 2009 to 2014. So, you've been around this part of the woods for that length of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eight years. I moved to Helsinki in 2008. So. Wow, I didn't even think eight years. I was thinking it was 2014. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I've been around a while, which makes my failure to speak Estonian even more embarrassing. Yeah. My failure to speak Finnish even more so. Yeah, do you have any other languages? Uh, high school French was all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Glaswegian count? 
Uh, I mean, you know, uh, there would be certain nationalist groups that believe so. Yeah, I can yeah. understand it. I don't do the accent. Yeah. I mean, but uh, did you ever learn any Scotch, Gaelic? No. No? Is it... Shane, Shane speaks Gaelic, Gaelic, mm. uh, more fluently than me. Is Scotch, Gaelic pretty much understand, understandable? Very, yeah. It's yeah. An, in, in, tel, in, mutually intelligible. Um, I actually was uh, at a hurling game with my father before it was like a cross-country game where they changed the rules of the two indigenous uh they're like hockey kind yeah. of and um without ice and with round balls um and the only difference between the scottish one and the irish one is that they played on the ground so it's more like hockey mm-hmm. um but uh there was two highland scots in front of us and they were talking shit about us but we knew hmm. we knew what they were saying and also um oi Poloi visited limerick before and uh, I think two of the guys uh, from 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 Ipoli speak a bit of uh, Gaelic, and they were in Limerick. And I think I, I might be it might be some story I mixed up with a dream. So you guys never thought to do a whole podcast in Gaelic? No, well, I think Shane, you'd be better at it than me. We and we'd have, we'd have probably even less than the two listeners we do have if we did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but if, it, there's got to be like a little Gaelic podcast network out there. I actually, so. if, if we if we marketed towards the like the Gael talked areas in Ireland, you could probably get a really good following because it's like you know there's there isn't a lot going on there. Yeah. Do you remember that big argument that you and me had when we were meant to uh, go on this uh, thing on the Irish language TV uh, <laughs> channel, TG Carr? Barely. Because, I'm just uh, recalling yeah. it right now. Actually, what the hell was that again? So basically, there was this. Uh, we were in a band before, and um, there was a, like this band, Battle of the Band TV platform <laughs> thing. But the music had to be, it was contemporary music, but it had to be in Gaelic. Ah. And um, so we were we were an instrumental band, so that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they still let you on. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, we got an email back, and then I looked at the contract. And I decided. I think partially out of fear, partially, but like you were, you were like you were, you were right, Shane. And I think I've said this to you since. Like, like you were like, why aren't we fucking doing this? Why aren't we doing this? Your dad was there, <laughs> and I said <laughs> to you, look, man, just trust me on this. You know, I don't know what the. Did, fuck. did you think you would win? I, you know, I don't think we would have won, but we would have done something rather than just playing in our city and playing in like the neighboring places around our city. So you could have been huge. Could have been huge. If only for that Gaelic language battle of the bands on TV. Yeah, but what what, yeah. what happened? What was your what was your reason for not doing it? I think you you left it. Well, my reason was I read uh, in perpetuity throughout the known universe oh, yeah, yeah. space, and I thought like these guys are gonna fucking own our stuff, <laughs> you know, which is so so precious. I know. Uh, IPR uh, IPR strikes again. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, like um, yeah, but w- without any basis of understanding of intellectual property rights like without any knowledge of them just imagine someone who has maybe read four books at the time <laughs> and reading, also, reading a contract also it was like our weird obscure music <laughs> yeah but they wanted they wanted us to to be on this thing so i mean yeah yeah, yeah. they probably just heard like the the french one mm. and um thought that was you know okay that's audible I have so little respect for intellectual property that I, I forget that other people do. Yeah, yeah. Particularly in the arts. So people are always like, you need to put a photo credit on that. And I'm just like, why? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I just uh, did a, the talk show at this art festival that shall remain nameless. But they, um, we filmed six episodes interviewing people from the festival. 
and I was editing the videos, and the festival director wrote to me and said, wait, you can't put these videos up yet on our, because I was putting them on their own YouTube channel, because we need to first uh, find out if all of the people have signed the consent form to have their mm. their performance, which is the, their interview, published. And I was just like, okay, but I'm still going to release them on my own iTunes channel. Because this show. is my yeah. property. And I just said, because I don't respect intellectual property. <laughs> and they never said to me not to do this. And yeah, we saw yeah. cameras pointed at them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of implied by yeah. context. I'll be, you know? This attitude will serve me well until I get a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. But they always hit you with the cease and desist first, right? Um, you know, I think so. I mean, I think basically with these guys, is they, they'll contact you, and if you have money, then yeah. they're going to pursue you. But if you don't, then they're not. So I'm safe. Yeah. Um, I'm having, like, kind of... I'm trying to negotiate a lot of this uh, property stuff at the moment with the project I'm doing uh, for MCult. And, uh, you know, like, the, I mean... They care about that stuff? Hmm? They care about that stuff? Yeah, 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 they do. Well, they're really into like ideas of commons and stuff like that. So the main thing is that the bands are like understand that this is in this setting and that they are safe and whatever. So we we have to draft this contract, but because we wanted it to be correct within Finnish contractual law, yeah, um, which has to be has to be in Finnish. So I can't just write my own one page contract. You know, I just had an idea. Remember, I was talking about this idea to create the gin or tonic. Yeah. What do you think about seize or desist? Yeah, <laughs> you, you get to choose one or the other. Is it not cease? Cease, yeah. I'm yeah. Pronouncing that in a god, this half a beer has already made me slur my words. I like I like uh, cease or desist though. Like like go to the go to the seas. Yeah. Or just or I think any way you spell it or say it, I would take seizing over desisting. I think for them to seize your property. Or there could be... Is it cease or seize? Now you've got it's me mixed C- up. It's C-E-A-S-E. I was, th- okay, I was thinking about the ocean. I thought is... I thought the person would have to go, just go and hang out at the ocean or else desist. Now we know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the nice thing about doing this podcast is, is that I spend a lot of time not talking, but when I'm listening, yeah. I'm just like listening to a podcast <laughs> that's happening live. <laughs> Do you go back and listen to this after it's finished and post it? Uh, Do you? Uh, no. I, what, what's that? <laughs> What's that, what's All that fucking work I put into editing this. <laughs> At least you don't have to embed fucking tweets over it like I do when I do my my. Videos. Oh yeah, but that kind of works. That that kind of you know makes it whimsical. I guess so. Yeah. It's a hassle though. Yeah. But, I, you know, actually, Steve, all the good things are. Steve, yeah. I, Steve, I just realized you should be really complimented because even if I don't listen to it, I actually trust you to make it sound really good, you know, <laughs> and not include any of my shit. So, hey. <laughs> well done, Maestro. Yeah. This is the first podcast I've ever been on that has had. Uh, an itinerary, a, a PDF. Like, Have you been outline. on podcasts before? Well, I've done podcasts. <laughs> I, I've, I mean, I, I ran one of. I used to have a bookshop in in Estonia, mm-hmm. and we did about maybe seven episodes that were, were really great. Actually, I think like a couple of them, I think, are some of the best best things I've ever done mm-hmm. that have been out there. But um, yeah, no, we can we can put the link uh, in with the stuff that we're sharing for this, and on, there is a there's a sub page on my page for this. Yeah. So we can have all of that stuff. That's what we did want. too. We did annotations, which mm. was actually quite a lot of work, but it was really nice to annotate your own podcast when you posted it. Well, like now, are you talking about annotating the SRT file? That's with, with no, it, but just on the on the web, like you would, like on the web page, we would just put like you yeah. know, 29 minutes. Yeah. I, if I this. if I had time, I'd do a bibliography for this. You That'd know. be fantastic. Yeah. But what I was saying is like I've never. I've seen something that's organized I'm really impressed at how much effort you've put in by actually planning what we're going to talk about in advance and it is my mission Shane I'm going to tell you this too it is absolutely my mission here 
to try and disrupt this plan from happening. So we're at, like, you don't need to try very hard. We're at section one <laughs> we, we, three. We, we we have this just to fall back on in case there's dead air. Oh. Um. So you know, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll start probably talking about like uh, we were already talking. You know, yeah. I'm still introducing you. Um, <laughs> well, now John, now, uh, now now it can be John's mission to just make as much dead air as possible. Could, could you do? Can you extraduce somebody? Extraduce. Well, when we're finishing. <laughs> take it out of that was um john was the host of a of a talk show called serious introspection which uh ran in the madhouse for the past like six months or a year i hope that didn't get recorded it's okay you can edit it out we just got a big big obnoxious facebook bloop from my friend donnie mccracken um close your window and close my window i should have done that to start with um, what was I saying? Oh, John was the host. Oh, I'm going to keep all that. Uh, John was the host of the talk show uh, Serious Introspection, which was um, based. It was based out of the Madhouse for like. Wait, when did you start? Like this autumn, October until a couple weeks ago. But then it was like there's no shows in December or January. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a total of 16 live episodes, and then we did these six at this festival. And uh, you came to more of them than just about anybody. You must have I really think, liked it or something. Yeah, no, but I liked just the idea of it. And yeah. So then it was good. I liked the idea of it, too. I'd say mm. that it was, like, okay. But it was good. No, it was It was good. sometimes good. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay to slightly above average, but then there were some, some bad ones. I don't know. I think it was, it was too much to take on. But, I mean, as an audience member, um, like, you know, you look at, I mean, there's there's... There's bad things of like any long-running series, you know. Yeah. I mean, or there's weak points, but like it's still you look at it as this whole thing. I don't look at it as like, oh, remember that night when that thing happened? It's all <laughs> just one kind of uh, con- contained thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I never really. I don't know why I thought I'd be a good talk show host. I, I don't know like what gave me that idea. It was like you know, it's like some. It's like oh, I'm gonna be an NBA player. You know, and you would probably have, like have to find a polite way to try to like talk me out. Yeah, of but it. what qualifies any talk show host at all other than that they can talk? You know, charisma. Yeah, yeah. You quick that. wits. No, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I mean, Justin said it best. It's really the awkwardness is the only thing that really made it yeah. work. Yeah, but I mean that that in itself is charismatic. So I mean, yeah, you're yeah, you're making me blush. Uh-huh. Um, John was co-organizer of Pixel Eight 2014 Living Spaces. 2014. I think it was 2015 actually. Why does that say 2014? Uh, why does it say that Pittsburgh is the largest city in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania? <laughs> well, because we don't have enough money to pay for fact checking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So <laughs> wait, there's money. Am I getting paid for this? Uh, no, no. That beer is your total fee. Oh, it's uh, almost empty too. I'll get you another one. Um, two beers are your total fee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and currently, uh, John is trying to redefine the idea of cultural space alongside collaborator. Let's hear you say this. Agnieszka Pokruka. Pokrovka. Pretty good. Pokrovka. Okay. Pretty good. Better than I say W's or B's. Okay, cool. Yeah, sort of, I guess. I don't know. I don't speak Polish. Cool. All right, so that's John. You you can leave now. Okay. (laughs) Um, So we have have some cues. We have uh, discussion cues, starting with (laughs) 2.A. This is so natural. (laughs) Noise music and delay pedals. Uh, so John, you... wait, are we already done talking about me? <laughs> yeah, well, if you know, this it's kind of it's part of it. You're going to end up talking about yourself anyway. Um, I guess I, okay. So I'm driving 
tonight, which means like we do have to front load these beers. So yeah, that's, that's true. I need to work them off before I drive back to the other side of the city. So yeah, well, there's whiskey as well. Don't do this to me. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to get you in trouble with police. Um, did I pronounce that right? Policy. Policy. Okay. Yeah, I have an accent. It's, you know, I mean, I'm not, like, it's the thing. Cause... Shane, how's your finish? Uh, pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah? Yeah, sh- tell him tell that phrase that you know. Sparky. No, that's Norwegian. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got so many languages, I just can't remember. Yeah, I know. All Nordic people look the same to you. <laughs> yeah, racist. Can't tell them apart. Racist. I am openly very racist. Please edit that out of... <laughs> Well, that is out you saying you're openly very racist. Yeah, leave, I think... leave, no, leave the racist thing in that I did, but just take out me admitting to my racism. Take out the word openly. I left that Chinese <laughs> accent that you did in the last one in. Nobody cares if you're openly racist. It's only if you if you camouflage it. Yeah, people... Yeah. people, people... Then we want you to cease and desist. Oh, people... no, you know, like, it's it's folks, it's all ironic. Is it? Yeah. Intentional dead air. Uh, John, we're getting back to you, so don't worry. Uh, your past musical experience. I'm, I'm not here to float my own ego here. Uh, well, actually, as the guest, we're, you are, we're, kind of. Yeah, That's kind of your role. You I know? don't have anything to promote. I just had this like month of really, really busy stuff that I was I was exhausted, and now... I have nothing in front of me, so there's like not. I'm not here to plug or hype anything. That's just... okay because there's no one listening to this that it could potentially hype. <laughs> right, because any, like, any of our, our five mutual friends on. in Limerick are basically I'm... the only people listening. To well, that, yeah, and then oh. there are maybe some other people that have found us somehow. When I told them I'd be on the podcast, they went, "Ah, oh, the feminine knowledge, love it." Okay, so I guess somebody listens. Oh yeah, uh, John was hanging out with some Limerick people at a at a recent thing in Limerickians. Limerushian. Really? Mm. Limerushians. Or uh, Shannon Siders. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's us, Colin. And they also say that in that loan. Do you know people from Leeds in uh, the UK? They're officially... Yeah, yeah. I know uh, a few. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be called loiners. Loiners. It's a, nobody knows that. It's just this weird fact that... I don't know. What do you call it when it's like Finland, Finnish? You know, like Finlander. Like, you know, there's like the term when... Somalinen. Yeah, but like, like when yeah. a, a, a place becomes like... A, yeah. A, Descriptive of the people, you know. Fins, yeah, suppose, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like uh, Leeds are called Leeds people are called loiners, not Leedsians or Leedsites. They're loiners. Yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose Leedsite sounds too much like Luddite, and Leedsite might already be a thing. Yeah, and then there's some reason for it, but I don't remember what it is. Loiners, maybe it's to do with an older name etymologically for Leeds or something. You can edit out all the parts where I sound like really boring too and say stories like this that aren't that interesting to go on and on. No, 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 no. I'll be editing out clicks and noises like this. That's that's what I Every do. time I put the beer down. I might leave that in because contextually that adds to like the uh, soundscape. The I, I love the sound design you have here. It's incredible. Yeah, I have. Oh yeah, like I mean, folks, you might be able to see the studio, and I'm borrowing the the folks trope. Um, the you know we've got lots of soundproofing on the walls. Padding, Steve, I just had you know. I just had an idea. I could be yeah. I could be like the live audience, and when when it starts getting boring, I could cough. I could direct, I could subtly direct the podcast. Can you manage that with your roles as co-host? Yeah. Like, uh, can you, can you multitask? So you went for the two so. hosts rather than having one host and a hype man. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. uh, we're, we're collaborators. Oh, wait, right. Well, so, so are Justin and I. That's true. I, yeah, but then I think, I think our egos are, are 50-50. Yeah? The, main, yeah. the main reason for doing this, I think, was an excuse for you and me to have a designated point of contact Side every time. month or something. Yeah. yeah. 
basically, yeah. Because yeah. I think we went like about a year without Skyping there last time. Yeah. Mm. I just think the host hype man model is a good one. Yeah, no, and I think that he certainly pioneered that. Um, no, that, I think that Chuck, dynamic, Chuck D and you know? Flavor Flav probably pioneered it. Mm, yeah, or, or Dan Harmon, Steve Levy. Is it? Oh yeah, well that was more yeah. recent. Though. That was after yeah. Series of Inspection started. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying, who's you had influencing the, you who? Had, you had the T-shirts done and everything before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna uh, just help myself to another beer. Yeah, do yeah. Shane, we'll just talk about things. So how are you? <laughs> no, we'll keep this in, of course. Uh, this is the bit. This is the bit where we talk shit about John. Yeah, we should all. Uh, no, no, I think Steve, we should always have a task set up for the guests so that me and you actually just get some like regular talk time and you know like I can catch up and yeah. see how you're doing. Yeah, do do this do this puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Go into our dark room and develop some film. The beer, the beer is in the dark room. Yeah. Okay. Do we do we do it on on the mic? Nice, nice. I listen to this football podcast where they always open a a, a beer. It makes me feel like that. We uh we we recorded an album before with Mark O'Connor and uh, I did a like a coke thing and I didn't realize I did it and then we tried to recreate it. So we got more coke to try and recreate it and Coca Cola. Yeah, and it didn't work. No, yeah, no, geez, no, <laughs> not, not not real coke. Yeah, I've, I I I don't think I've ever done that. Me, I, I know I've never done cocaine. Mm. <laughs> no, because I'm not sure about some other white powder. Hi, mom. <laughs> She's not fucking listening to this. She didn't fucking listen to anything. You I can do. always edit it out. I don't know. I'll leave it. As long as you don't openly admit it's to just, doing it's drugs. Not, it's, it's, it's about technological access. If anything requires effort, my mother isn't going to do anything about it. Like, including, you know, uh, knowing just information about me. I think my mother has watched a few episodes of Serious Interest. But that's because you have her on. Yeah, but I don't think she's seen those ones yet. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. I actually just bought a car today specifically for the fact that my parents are coming. No, you bought the car for the podcast to make the podcast more flavorable. But do you want to go do it in the car? Oh, like, uh, we could yeah, start I, the car. I was thinking that, but then we don't have, uh, we don't have Wi-Fi. We could record the car starting, and it could be, like, the first track on Double Nickels on the Dime, you know, like, mm-hmm. D's car jam, it could mm-hmm, be, like, mm-hmm. Fails Honda Civic jam. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be very exciting. Well, I hope it starts for you. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Got yeah. I came from another country, straight yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you like that, uh, Mr. America? Uh, you know, there are other countries i don't know wait which um, one of us was mr america the american or the so, person living in america i mean who yeah now, why did you move to america shane fight Let's... it out fight it out give Who's me some more american so for the last shane? for the last four minutes um you guys just sounded really distorted um and i just heard mr america give me some american <laughs> why, why did you move to america i want to know i didn't move to america i moved to new york <laughs> good answer. Yeah. That is good. Have you rehearsed that? that no, like... I, 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 think... I think I think to be honest, um, it's got a lot to do with being brainwashed as a kid watching American movies, uh, growing, mm. growing up in Ireland. But mainly, I don't know. Like, there's like a really good art music scene in New York, and I'd been here a bunch of times, and I knew I liked it, and I knew like I wasn't taking a risk moving here. So what moving to the most expensive city in in the Western Hemisphere yeah, wasn't taking you know, risk. No practical, no um, emotional risk, but tons of practical. <laughs> oh, risk. oh yeah, of course. Like I moved here with like zero money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, Well, that's the thing, you know. A lot to to get to wax seriously for a moment. A lot of people they they say, oh, I hate it here. I want to change my life. I want to go somewhere. But 
I just don't have the money, you know. And I, I don't. If you really want to do something, just do it. You'll find a way. Yeah, 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 yeah it works for the I mean, I, like if you know, if you need money, you just work on getting money for a month, and you'll get money. You yeah, know? or just go there, and you'll find money. I mean, if you're gonna end up under a bridge, or yeah, something. but that's called be like, you know, being an adult realizing that. You know, I think like a lot of a lot of younger people are trapped where they are because. They're, not only do they have the anxieties that are embedded in their culture about like you know worth self worth and financial worth, but they also have their family and friends keeping them exactly where they are. And that was the biggest obstacle for me getting mm-hmm. here, you know, than any, anything. Coming here, here, so like Helsinki was your dream. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Oh, Hannah, so, yeah, like uh, yeah, I, yeah, but Hels- I, I ended up when I moved over here. I mean, like all the worst things that could happen happened basically. Like I was homeless for a month, or, like technically homeless. I was like moving around to different yeah. places, and like it's weird. Like at least you have some family, like uh, well, in in New York. Well, actually, I got I got I got kicked out of my family's house. That's how I ended up homeless mm. and uh oh, the weird okay. the weird thing was it's like the the i mean people strangers are really fucking kind most of the time you know like it's mm. re- just a myth that people aren't and uh like mm. totally random people i'd never met before took me in and even yeah. even when it was really shitty it was still like yep yeah, totally worth moving here it's like this you know yeah. this can get pretty bad and i'll still be fine <laughs> i mean unless you're like a really fucked up person that's gonna like obviously just be shady and steal things and annoy people like i think you'd have to really like screw up to just get there and be destitute and end up in like a homeless shelter yeah exactly yeah yeah and if you do end up in a homeless shelter you've got a bit of a story i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and herpes yeah herpes too a face story face story not 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 (laughs) rectum herpes oh yeah depends i guess well i don't know if if you know if you get to choose do you think there's any podcasts about herpes like yeah there's the herpes hours Herpes. Yeah. Wait, herpes is like a singular. Herpes singular. Is herpes, is, is, herpes is an S already plural? I don't know. Or is there like one unit of herpes? Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a microphage, so it, it has to be multiple because there, there's potentially uh, herpes uh, microorganism on your fingertip right now. Yeah, I'm sure. There's it's all over me. Yeah. Well, if you were on public transport, it's more than everybody's got herpes. If there like isn't Facebook. a large enough colony for yeah. it to survive, then you know. Uh, that's a herp. You that's know? a herp. Yeah. <laughs> just, just H-E-R-P. Yeah. No, 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 no e. Oh, no p. Yeah, yeah, yeah H-E-R-P. Yeah. Herp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's true, but I like it. Well, you know, language is uh, is uh, something we must constantly redefine. Dead air. <laughs> um, <laughs> is the podcast any good? No. Uh, <laughs> Should I talk about something else? Yeah. Well, we have pointers here. So. So you went to America to. Find your fortune in the... When you say the Irish music scene, do you mean playing traditional Irish music, or do you mean just Irish people who happen to be... No, there's a whole lot of other types of... Can you uh, let Shane answer? Yeah, okay. (laughs) But I thought you were talking to me. Well, why would I talk to you? Because Shane was the one who said about the Irish music scene in New York. Go on, Shane. Uh, (laughs) Save me. Go on, Shane, Steve says begrudgingly. Um, When do I get bit off? Steve invites me to his house, and then I belittle him for his behavior. I'm going to flex... He gives me free beer. I'm going to flex my 50% of ego here. Uh, right. Uh, what was it? I'm gonna pay respect to that by getting a beer. Nice. nice. I'm listening. I'm listening, man. Don't don't worry. Thanks, John. The audience is listening. Thanks for being here, John. I'll never leave. Oh, this is so good. Um, 
uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it actually wasn't the Irish music scene, but just so much as like the experimental weird music scene, like uh, mm -hmm. punk stuff, I guess. Yeah, that's where I come from. I like to call it the edition of 300 music scene. The edition of 300. What the heck? How does that work? What's that? Well, because every record gets pressed in editions of 300, oh my and fucking I. God, that's so true. And I think <laughs> the same 300 people by all of them, and I'm pretty sure I've met like 267 of them at this point. You probably know some of the people. Like you go on tour stuff. and you, you spend your whole life. Like cultivating these really obscure tastes yes. and like investigating weird, you know, like privately pressed Christian psych records from the early 70s <laughs> and thinking like you're so obscure. Then you go on tour and every night you sleep in someone else's flat. Or your car. And you look through their records and they're the exact same records you have. And it's so depressing. <laughs> oh God, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is that's nice about that scene is it's a little bit easier to become the Jay-Z of the scene. You know, you could start your own title <laughs> and it's just like 300 copies usually. Yeah, I really miss it, actually. Like, I was thinking about quitting art and going back to music. In fact, I, I already have. This is my announcement. <laughs> Goodbye, art. Whoa, music. fucking breaking Will news. Will you take me back? Why, I'm sorry why, I went astray. What, what about the false dichotomy? Why are they separate things, you know? That's, I mean, that's true, that's true. Because there's only 24 hours in a day. That's and, true also. You know, <laughs> but you have, uh, you have infinite energy to do as many things as you can. Mm, you, wait till you're my age. You will not have infinite energy. All right, energy. granddad. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we already really fluidly went on to the next topic, which is uh, noise music and delay pedals. Is what I've kind of giving given it this title, but um, you know, it's uh, and actually we also address partially this idea of podcast locations, hypocrisy of the expat, white privilege, blah blah. Blah. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean hypocrisy of the expat? What is that actually? Okay, so this is something I actually hoped to put forward to you guys and see what you think about it, you know. Um, expat communities. They're all very white, aren't they? Wide or white? White. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, this thing of uh, expats have defined themselves in that way because they, they like to kind of isolate themselves from the idea that they are foreigners. You are... Okay, you were white and you speak English, so you refer to yourself as an expat. You make your Facebook... I don't refer to myself as an expat. I'm not necessarily talking about you, though. I'm talking oh. about the royal you, in the sense okay. of they, maybe, would be fairer the. to kind of... The... Uh, yeah. Te. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, I've I, I, I just noticed this kind of uh, thing, you know, where a lot of people refer to themselves as expats, but, yeah, maybe that subject has zero attraction. But, you know, as we know, this this uh, this uh, podcast is a platform for many of my charities that I founded. It's funny you're mentioning expats <laughs> and charity because long before I actually left the United States, I led a charity miniature golf team that was called Expatriates. And even though none of us were actually expatriates. But in the States. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. And we had these green t-shirts that had our logo, which was an outline mm -hmm. of the Continental 48 United States with a golf ball being hit out of it, like from, from Pittsburgh towards the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> wow. That was the Expatriates logo. Wow. Yeah. We raised a lot of money for the charity and they were really confused when we called them up and said, hi, we play mini golf and we raised like $500. Will you come out and watch us? What was the charity? It was a local charity that helped feed homeless people. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We just did it with his other friends having other team. We thought it'd be fun to do it, and it was just really for no reason, and it was really absurd. But did we did actually name, raise money. I mean, how many other people in your what's a what's a group of golfers? A troop? Four. What's it called? Oh, I don't know the collective name. Murder for, for miniature. <laughs> murder of golfers. A murder of miniature golfers. Murders for what crows? Yeah, uh, Corvids, I think in general. Did they just throw that into? <laughs> they just throw that into English. Fun. Uh, I think that's what English is. Are there? Yeah. Is there like an arson of, of? 
Badgers. Uh, uh, it's an arsenal of matches. of crickets. I don't know. You, you guys just gave me a really an good idea. An arsenal of lighters. An assault and battery of, I don't know. You guys just gave of me... Lighters? Of assault and battery. Yeah. yeah. yeah I just got a really... What, Shane? Uh, can, I, can I make... What is it, I want to say some other words, okay? Because <laughs> this idea is really important. Is he talking? I'm, I'm, I'm not getting anything in my headphones. I'm getting this Maybe the... Yeah, the battery might have died. Can you hear... the ox... One section, oh, sorry. God. There you go. Are you there? Oh yeah, are we all? Hey, hey, hey how's it going? Hey, John. It's good. So I had this idea as you were talking about um, charity for like feeding homeless people. I was thinking of like what would the governmental view of a charity be like that would really serve them very well, and you could start a charity that instead of feeding homeless people eats them, and <laughs> the government I think would be like that's a really good charity. You really helped us out there. Mm. So that was. But do you actually feel? Do you actually? Help. You guys. <laughs> You guys who are also expats, technically. No. What? I'm a filthy foreigner. But do you do you feel some connection to like other expats? No. Um, no, I try and stay away from that, them. Like, yeah, you do. I mean, I, I, I mean, it depends. You know, there's a Finnish association called Katalusti, and they like basically promote art created by. Finnish residents who are not originally from Finland. Yeah, yeah, I think I know. They seem like a pretty good thing. A lot of my friends are really involved with it. There's like, a few other cultural organizations that have that kind of remit. I was uh, talking to somebody and I was like, oh, maybe I should join them, you know. And then the more I thought about it, and this is not meant to be a dig against them because I'm sure mm-hmm. they do wonderful work, mm-hmm. but the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what, I don't actually want to draw any attention to that. I mean, I know there's like a, a tremendous amount of racism going on in Finland right now, and it's a really tough time to mm-hmm. be a foreigner, but... It's, yeah, well, if if you if you're a person of color, definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm a white male, so obviously yeah. things are, are good for me. But like, I mean, but I mean, you should be able to talk about these things freely and and without like uh, someone like me calling you up on uh, yeah. pedantic fucking things. And I think it's because Excuse I'm a white so. male, I don't want to join them. Like, sure. I don't. Yeah. They don't need me. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm doing you. fine. Yeah, and I don't even. Yeah, so maybe it's drawing attention to these things is not. Sorry, I'm going to keep eating these nuts, and then you're going to hear them on the podcast. I, I kind of like it. I think, I'm, yeah, now that you've kind of explained what that is as well. Yes, yeah, so that's the sound of me eating honey honey roasted peanuts. Yeah. They're good. I don't eat them much. Yeah. You know, they're my special treat for you. And grapes also. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm making this really erratic. It's kind of becoming, like... It's okay, though. I used you know? to moderate and, and run discussions where they'd be really focused... And in the last year, I've just looked like the the whole thing has been a mess. And like it, at the art fair last week, I moderated this discussion with these performance artists, and it was so bad that for the rest of the weekend, pe- people kept coming up to me and telling me how shit it was. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep, yep, yeah, I wasn't really prepared. Yeah, I didn't really have any sort of control over that. Sorry. And I was really like, just like, okay, whatever. But yeah, maybe it is time to start to focus a bit on something. I don't know. I prefer to go to an artist talk where there is like a problem, you know, like um, I don't, like as, as long as someone isn't saying something like incredibly redundant and boring for you know half an hour and no one is getting any word in, mm-hmm. you know, then I think it's a good talk. Um, but then again, most artist talks are shit, um, especially when I'm doing them. Um, I don't know. I don't go to them. Mm. I mean, we used to always people wanted to give them at Tarmigan, so we tried to make them fun. Like, okay, you can only talk for 15 minutes, and then we have a DJ, and there's like lots of beer. Mm-hmm. But then um, the best project we ever did was the non-artist talk, which we only ever did once, and that was with an artist named Kimo Modig. And Kimo Modig talks a lot. And mm-hmm. the idea of the non-artist talk was that 
he was not allowed to actually talk about himself. Okay. So kind of like the opposite of, of this me being a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. So he would he could present any sort of you know things that influenced him, things that inspired him. He could talk about you know the general feeling of art and culture. But if he said the word I or me or my or any personal pronoun, we would ring a gong, and then he had to take it from this deck of punishment cards. And there was punishments that he had to then like act out, like oh, you have to put your shoes on your hands, or you have to do the uh, sing this song, karaoke style, and like and basically the talk. He went through every punishment. We had level one and level two <laughs> punishments, and we ran out of them. Like he went through all of them, and he still wasn't finished. And went for like three and a half hours. How many punishments were there? Maybe twenty. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and they got like they were really really painful. Like you know, where they give to cut your hair, you you're not allowed to say any word that starts with the letter S now, or else you're getting another card. You know, so they got like increasingly more complicated, and it was a lot more fun than an artist talk. Mm. But it was cruel, and I would not make. I mean, I, he was a good friend of mine, so I didn't mind torturing him in public for a few hours. But I, I don't know if I could see just anybody going through that. Where does that go after? I mean, uh... the non-artist talk. Yeah, I mean, the like to me that's like a great thing, and you know, I I'd want to I'd want to see things like that more often, you know, uh, not necessarily how you have like set it out or how Tarmigan yeah. set it out, you know, but like that this thing isn't just like this round table thing or it isn't just people sitting and uh, soapboxing at, at like a bunch of very bored people that are actually there to just meet their friends, you know? Yeah. Um, like, but. You know, now you said you only did it once, and you said it. You said it yourself, it's a shame that you only did it once. Well, we closed down the space soon after. So was this towards the end? Of... Yeah. It was the, oh god, the end. I mean, okay. like, summer 2014 was just like, what stupid shit can we do? Mm. You know, because at that point, like nobody cared what we were doing, and I didn't care, and just wanted to get out of there. So it just became like, yeah, bizarre activities. Right. You might be able to hear my neighbor upstairs who has like a heavy lead, lead boots. Um, I, I don't know, maybe you can't at all. You might be able to hear the second beer kicking in in my mm. speech. You still there, Shane? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you are there. Okay. <laughs> just died. It'd be awesome for like a, a host, a co-host to just like walk away. <laughs> I, I, think, doesn't notice. I think you do sometimes, <laughs> do you? No. <laughs> so Shane, just, tell us about just, Kenosis in the Super Void, please. I, I, nice segue. I, I shall. I just got a. Um, uh, I was just while you guys were talking, I was planning my Eat the Homeless charity there for a while, and I've come up with some really good <laughs> ideas. Who? Have you, what celebrities have you got on board? <laughs> um, John Travolta is definitely a go-to. Jello Biafra. Yeah. Um. Uh, sorry. What did you say? Kenosis in the Super Void. Yeah, I just had a show. Um, that was pretty nice. Um, what is it? It was an art show, um, but I don't know. I mean, I feel kind of weird talking about it when I'm not the guest. Talk about some other things. Maybe talk about the work that you've had in it. I think that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. So, wait, Kenosis in the Supervoid is the name of the show? Yeah. yeah. Shane yeah. is a curator and an artist and a musician. Okay, I don't know what either of those... I know the words in and the, <laughs> but I don't I don't know what Kenosis or Supervoid means. Yeah, Do you know what Super it's, means? It's, it's really... Well, I can, I can extrapolate what Supervoid means. I guess it's like a really, really voidy Yeah, basically, void. what's Kenosis? <laughs> yeah, well, well, actually, 
actually, I think it, it works best when you talk about the Supervoid part first. There's actually, like, okay. a very specific Supervoid out in space that is, like, the coldest region of the CMB, you know, the cosmic microwave. Yeah, I've heard about that. But it's weird, like, scientists don't know why it's so fucking barren. It's just, like, light. Can you elaborate for the uneducated what uh, that an acronym is? The, the CMB, I think it's the something microwave background. Um, it's basically what we've mapped with the Hubble deep field telescope like okay. of, the, of what the you know what's out there basically like the the heat patterns of the night sky um in all directions from us nearly all directions from planet earth and um, so you can kind of get a look at what the universe was like in the beginning by looking further and further out but the weird thing is it's mm -hmm. all like pretty damn smooth except for this one uh huge super void of space um, and yeah, I guess it's just like it's one of those interesting mysteries. It's as big as Texas. Yeah, it's fucking is at it? least the size of Texas. Um, <laughs> Texas is big. It's like Ohio, but bigger. Yeah, mm. yeah. Shit, man. I haven't been to nowhere else. I have no frame of reference. Huh? I have no frame of reference. Come, come to Pittsburgh. Mate. You can stay with my parents. I would love to. <laughs> can I just go up, call up, and announce and say, I know. Well, I'll let them know. I mean, don't like just show up. But like, yeah, you could go to the Andy Warhol. You museum. could just go to any house and say your son's head. <laughs> I could stay it's here. It's like that film, the the what's that film, The Guest? Did you see that? It's like kind of a horror movie. Oh from like shit, yeah, yeah. So was it? That was like 2007 or something. No, no, it was a couple like two years ago. Or, or, it's oh. got the guy from Downton Abbey in it. Oh, that shows that film was so good. What guy from Downton Abbey? Uh, I forget his name. He's blonde. He's got no. Like, I mean, what character? I don't know. I never watched Downton Abbey. Mister Mister Abbey. Uh, what do you have against? Because I'm too busy watching other prestige TV, and it's only 24 hours in a day, and I'm trying to decide between art or music. So there's enough time. <laughs> so super void I, I like this idea I also like the word void mm. partially because of Georges Perec and La Dispersion oh, uh, the, like that book without the E but also <laughs> because it's my favorite word for shitting nobody uses it anymore voiding yeah. voiding your bowels beautiful just like oh somebody voided on the countertop who was that you know like <laughs> so, I, I like I would like to only say that word but people here don't know what it means like yeah. excuse me I need to void and they just look at me like I'm strange but like I love that word. It's so bizarre. It, it, it's it. so bizarre because well, it's how not, often it's do you go up to people and ask them? And if you keep talking, excuse over me, Steve, I need to shit. <laughs> Sorry, I can just dip well, like, right, like if I had to go right now during this podcast, I say, "Excuse me, guys, I have to go take a shit." Right? Yeah. That's common podcast. But you specify shit for well, fish. otherwise you don't know how long you gotta wait, right? That's true. So That's I would just say, oh, "Excuse Although, me, I need to void." You could you could drink a lot of water and it might take the same amount of time i need to void these two cans of carilla or it might be just 16. like a, you know like a bunny rabbit pebble yeah, honey roasted peanuts coming out yeah anyway i don't have to void so go okay. on Do you have to what's make? kenosis yeah shane what's kenosis uh, I, yeah, um, <laughs> um, I just want to say i really like using the word void for um voiding because it's not mm, quite totally. it's not like quite clinical but it still mm -hmm. it still takes the shit out of your mind you know it's, it's better shitting. than excreting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excreting still implies like feces, but voiding. I don't mind el eliminate. Eliminating is good too. <laughs> That's probably my second my second favorite word. That's pretty good. Uh, and then I would guess it would be taking the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and and blast off at Cape Canaveral. Actually, it's a bit lengthy. El eliminating, eliminating, and and shit and all that uh, segues nicely into kenosis because in um, <laughs> Christian mythology. Um, kenosis mm -hmm. is um, a word that describes when you uh, completely rid yourself of your own will and make your vessel ready for the divine will of God, apparently. So like, okay. you make yourself purely open to not uh, acting on your own behalf and just letting God steer everything. 
Um, so I like those two words together, Kenosis and Super Void, because it was the idea of filling a space. And that kind mm-hmm. of worked with the show, but also the merger of kind of more, um, uh, I guess, like, uh, you know, woo or like faith-based thinking along with scientific thinking and how, how art, making art these days is like incred- an incredibly impractical thing that like we put on these shows and spaces, but they're so important to culture. You know, we, they have zero in a way, like practical benefit that most people might assert, but it's like totally uh, integral to like what we do, we like really need it. So I like the kind of... I, I don't need it. Thing up there. Yeah. You don't, not, for, maybe, not for me. Maybe. No, this is the royal you that Steve was talking about. You know, those guys. Oh, right. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So there. Uh, that's my thesis on my show name. That is good, man. Was it a good show? It was a good. Well, but judging. It, it was sweet. Actually, you might appreciate this. Uh, Lee Ronaldo was in the show. Ah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was good. It was cool. It was a group show of seven artists, like really diverse work in a small space, but it all worked out really nice. And I sold work for the first time. I don't know. Do you need to say that in a podcast? You, but that you was sold nice. work? Yeah. Crazy. Did you, you, sold, you sold the... Uh, maybe you want to tell about the work. Did, did you sell your work or did you sell another art? No, I, I sold my work, but it wasn't the work you know wow. know about. It was a, it was a self-portrait that was placed next to that work. Um, uh, I sold that. Yeah, okay, cool, man. man that's great. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cheers. Yeah, um, yeah just, I'm, just I'm, for John and the listeners, I guess, the work I showed... I'm not going to go into too much detail because, I mean, there is a chance... Uh, whatever, I'm just not going to go into too much detail. But it was an ECT machine from from Ireland, like an extra electroconvulsive therapy machine yeah. that was used like in the 80s and early 90s, I guess. Um, and uh, and I've got some family connections to it. And uh, then next to that was a self portrait that was named 30 milligrams, which was like a, a dosage of medication. Yeah, my my aunt, uh, her husband who who actually died about two years ago, he had suffered from like really serious depression. Oh yeah, and about 10 years. About ten years ago, they put him in under electroshock, which I was like totally horrified. Yeah, like, I cannot, I could not believe that that still existed. And it can- and of course, it, it made him worse. And like he just, you know, it ended really badly. It was quite tragic. But it actually blows my mind that stuff like that is like still. Legal. They try to justify it as well by saying that they've advanced the technology so much and everything. But you're just putting electricity into the brain, yeah. an organ that no one understands. Yeah. And I think in his case, they were like, "Well, we tried everything else. It's the only thing left." And I, I just. I don't know, like it's well, to, like to me, it's like a euthanasia. Both, but it, but the worst like, the worst thing about it is, in, in the best case scenarios, it like in all, like the studies show, it lasts for like six months at best, and then the symptoms start coming back again. It's it's kind of crazy. And then you have to go back and take it but again, yeah, and then it's another fifty fifty fucking chance that you're yeah, fucking fried. Yeah, yeah. What is the damage? You know, like the, what damage are we doing? Oh, for those six months. Serious damage. I mean, like uh, memory uh, gets totally fucked up. Cognitive behavior is like all over the place. Um, yeah, it's really like it's, yeah. we don't even know really what we're doing. But it's really weird. Like that's the thing in clinical. Uh, settings like that it's like this is our last ditch thing we can do with the severely depressed mm-hmm. person but i don't know i mean if you is that your doctor impersonation <laughs> doctor voice yeah, yeah 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 okay wait, say let's let's give him some sentences to say in a doctor voice uh say uh it, it's incurable uh, it's incurable you'll you'll never use it the way you like again you'll never have sex again that's not what I said. Oh, I thought that's what you implied. You just assumed I was I was making a, a dirty joke there. Uh, he's in a he's he's across an ocean. Gu- guys, <laughs> this gets a bit garbled. Like, is, is, is saying Chinese whispers racist now too? I I, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I think this gets this... too late for that. What is left? Can you edit that out? Um no. As long as you can say like I didn't N-word say N word whispers. whispers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like 
Hillary Clinton and Bill de Blasio. <laughs> what happened there? They made this joke that didn't land. Right. But it was like such an obscure joke. I mean, I had never heard of that phrase before it became a brouhaha. Did you know of this phrase? Which not Chinese? Uh, C- CP time. CP time. Yeah, I, I know no clue. You know, I, I, China- I don't know about this incident either. It's not that interesting. Let's move okay. on. Uh... Moving on. <laughs> uh, John, your stuff as above. My so, stuff. Yeah, your stuff. What am I doing? You have to talk about yourself again. That should be hard. I'm trying to... Um, my, my colleague and I are attempting to create a new place to do interesting stuff that doesn't use the structures that all the other places use. Mm-hmm. And would that fall into the realm of culture? I guess if it has to be in a realm, it'll be culture. We're trying to see it as a place that experiments with uh, the ways in which we live. Okay. And we we see it not as a place really, but as a as a toolkit. But if you tell people you're creating a toolkit, they think you're making some like plug-in for Google Chrome or something. Yeah, or some sort of uh, synthesizer you can make yeah. at home. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the idea is like we, you know, I ran a space for five years, as I said, and I did lots of fun things like non-artist talks and swearing workshops, and I miss that. Um, I, there's things I don't miss about it, like the fact it made me miserable and crazy. And I was basically like a slave and I felt like I couldn't travel and I was just like dedicated to this thing nobody cared about that didn't pay me. So um, we are trying to find a way to like take the good things we love about our experiences making culture stuff happen and leave the boring stuff behind. So what we basically concluded is that the, the bureaucracy and the politics and the admin is what turns us away from art and culture and the fun of actually just doing things with people is what's great. So we are going to attempt to make something the way we want. I don't know if anybody is going to be interested in what we do. I think we're going to put it in like the the eastern suburbs of Helsinki as well. So it's not going to be a place people necessarily want to go to. Like Itakaskis? Yeah, actually that would be like probably a great mm-hmm. place to put it. Can you tell me a bit because about think, the eastern suburbs? Why don't people want to go there? Uh, well, I mean, like lots of people live there. I mean, I live there. Tons of people I know involved yeah, in culture. Yeah, a lot of friends there. Yeah, you yeah. guys will come there. There's a metro there. line there. Exactly, you know, it's uh, easy to get there. I, yeah. I think it's just the sense is that you still have to go to the center for culture. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. And people are really, really reluctant to go anywhere. Like I live in this neighborhood that's kind of like the. Do you know the phrase bobo? It's like a French term, like yeah, bohemian. I live in like the bobo neighborhood of Helsinki now, where everybody's moving to when they have their second kid. Uh-huh. So it's just full of like people with like tattoos and those things in their ears, and you know. You move to the park slope of Finland. Kind of, yeah, but it's I mean it's a much smaller scale, and it's still it's basically a sleepy neighborhood where nothing happens. But everybody who lives there is like you know opening like a Steiner school and doing stuff like that. But then there's absolutely nothing culturally in the neighborhood. There's like a couple crappy karaoke bars, mm. and there's one little coffee shop that's now open. And because the idea is, is everybody still wants to travel to the the city center or to Kalio at least to to do things. And like the the talk show is in Suvilati, which is a neighborhood that I well, it's not a neighborhood. It's a sort of industrial estate. It used to be, uh, I think it's owned by basically the uh, Finnish equivalent of the national electricity supplier, but it used to have a lot of different functions, um, like lots of different factory spaces yeah. and things like that. Now uh, it's turned over for cultural use. But but even that is, a lot of people didn't want to go to Madhouse because they thought that was like too much of a hassle to get to, and that's essentially like a five minute walk from, from Cernine and Metro. Basically, or, or even like there's a, there is a Metro stop. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it's so easy to get to. Like, yeah. So I guess we're just going to put it somewhere. Kalasatama. Yeah, you only, you only emphasize the first syllable of every word without any exception. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. And then you just kind of ramble. Just let it, let it drip. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so we want to basically do uh, unpopular things in an unpopular place. And we also are committed that we're never going to incorporate as an organization or an official legal body. Which means, and it's good that this is being. I think that's really important. That's a very to not like, do it. To not do yeah. it. Yeah, I think it like because too many people are fucking bending the knee. And yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm burnt out on. It's good that I'm getting this recorded and putting on the put it on the internet because three months from now we're probably gonna be like, oh, we couldn't get any money, so we had to form this and apply for grants. But we're just say like, fuck it, we're not applying for grants, we're not applying for public funding. We'll find another way, even if There's it means... There's still, like, project group grants that you can apply for. I don't, want to, we, I don't think we want to apply for grants. That's, okay. like, that's the misery, you know, like... So... Of course, we're on a Obvious grant. question is sustainability, then, like... A, I don't know. We, we pay for it out of our pockets. Okay. Or we figure out a way. We get people to donate money and make this a participatory economic project. Um, like, say, like, we're looking at... I know you're trying to shy away from existing structures because you're trying to redefine things, but, you know, like a cooperative-based system, how, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, if people want to be part of this and they want to help make it happen, then they're welcome. Mm -hmm. And we're creating a system, sort of like a currency of its of our own. Like a, we're calling it a game, where people, every single person who comes to an event will have an ID card, mm -hmm. and you will receive points <coughs> just for coming to stuff. And these points, you also receive them if you want to donate money or clean up or document things or contribute in some way. And these points are going to be necessary if you want to actually organize your own activities. You need to spend your points to make it happen. So the ideas we're creating, it's not going to be a currency like Bitcoin necessarily, but we're going to try and take some of the ideas from that, where it's yeah. like a shared public ledger. And uh, we want to find a way to map a relationship between not only real money and the energy put into a space, but we want, to, we want to actually be able to visualize this energy as it ebbs and flows, because I know that people get burned out and then people lose enthusiasm. And it'd be really interesting to sort of see, like, you, you, I'm sure in your lives you've gone to some place that used to be cool and you kind of got the feeling like nobody really cares about it anymore and it kind of goes into decline and then maybe it just shuts down or you stop paying attention to it. And that, that will happen everywhere, so yeah. we're kind of curious to see if we can, like, sort of visualize it with these points. Like, they just start to drop and we're like, hey, nobody's coming anymore. Is know? there an exchange rate in the value of points that might have been invested prior? Like, I mean, do they, is there, like, a potential for points that you've invested early for them to, like, oh, to, grow. to gather? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're still, like, just, we're just starting to design it. What you I'd really like, that if that works. What <laughs> I'd really like is for people to be able to sell their points back for euros if we have a surplus of euros, which is probably unlikely, mm -hmm. right? But like, you know, I like the idea that so it's... So is it kind of like stock? Maybe, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe. So we're, we're going to try and come up with something like this and over the summer, uh, hopefully open a small space and start having weird, ac mostly participation-based activities, hopefully by September or so. Um, I don't know. We, I don't want to put too much of a timeline on it, but we need to get something going because it's already May and we... Mm. <laughs> Haven't uh, we've been doing a lot of like sort of theoretical work and a lot of planning and discussions. You've been but... doing uh, site visits and things like that. We too. went to look at a couple spaces yeah. uh, just to see what they would be like. I mean, Roy Hupelto is an interesting area. This is an uh, industrial estate in eastern Helsinki. It's just offices and like buildings all day before they're working, and then at night it's just nothing. I mean, you could have like you could set up a bomb there and nobody would notice. Mm. So it'd be really interesting as a place. Would anybody want to go there to for bomb. culture? Well, yeah, to bomb or <laughs> yeah. to like to try to put on interesting activities. I don't know if anybody would want to go there, but it would be good to find out. You know. Is there a bus? 
Yeah, yeah I mean the metro stops there. It's like Me- it's or, what, what's eight that? minute walk from Sile to you. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's 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 one possibility. It's also where the cheapest property has happens to be. But maybe we can. I don't know. I'm trying to think more creatively. Like, can we find somebody who wants to help us with property? Wants to, is into the idea? Wants um, to give us a deal? Probably are you, not. Are you interested in paying rent for a period of time or to? Own well, the site? we're gonna have to pay rent. Oh, we can't buy anything. It's okay. crazy here. Property is too expensive. I know. I yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, we're going to go and oh. It's a weird thing in Helsinki. Like, residential property is expensive to rent, but less expensive in to value own. to buy. Yeah. For commercial properties that are around, like you can get the same square meters as a residential place for much less on the commercial market rental. But then if you want to purchase something, it's like five hundred thousand euros for like a small office space or something. I don't know. It's it's really. You know what really boggles my mind is um, like in terms of people that buy into apartments and they end up having to pay like this uh, these fees that are like like said so it might own they might pay cash and own the property but yeah and then they, the renovation fees come up and yeah, yeah you're like oh you have to pay forty thousand euros to redo the pipes because everybody voted on it yeah yeah it's nuts so you basically have to pay what you were paying in rent before yeah it's yeah. totally monumental stupid anyway this is fascinating for for Shane and the rest of the listeners yeah. Yeah, just leave that model. It's good dead air. He yeah. left again. So Shane! Oh, actually, I think he, he really left this time. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just torturing us? Yeah, just fucking with you, sorry. Alright, okay. Um, uh, so that, we're that, recording at the moment. No, that was that was really interesting. I liked actually hearing about all that stuff. There was yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds very similar to New York with those different locations, like the, the industrial areas and like artists looking to do some stuff there. Um, well, New York is so dynamic though that you you can go anywhere. And there's going to be a large diverse community that's around somewhere nearby. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird like that. Um, and just you're just reminding me of the like that weird thing with property tax, where like you buy a place and then you still have to pay the same amount anyway for the rest of your. Oh, life. there's property tax on top of this other thing that we're talking oh, about. Oh, really? As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the biggest enemy to our project might just be that the city's just not big enough. Do you feel that? Sometimes I do. I mean, I like the size of the city quite a lot because you're able to. Constantly... I mean, if, if you include Vatespo, like it's one point five. Yeah. yeah. How does it compare to Pittsburgh? Six... It's size. bigger than Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can constantly meet new people and yet know a lot of people, but you don't get sick of just seeing the same people with things. And because it's the capital, you have a lot of people coming here from elsewhere in Finland, and a lot of students come in. So I feel like there's always fresh blood and fresh minds. Oh uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like even opening Madhouse, there was questions last autumn when the attendance was pretty low, and I was thinking maybe Helsinki just isn't big enough to support you know, uh, a experimental performance space. Like, it just doesn't... We're just not a big enough city to have this. But then this season was really successful and most of the shows were sold out. Is it, is it, so, is, is it more of a question of just getting um, the the knowledge to the right people? Like, like you know, like finding everyone so. who's really into it and just getting them down I to the know. space? I don't think that's the problem. I think that it's easy to find out about things. I think the problem is getting people to actually want to bother yeah. and not just stay home and watch Netflix or just go to a bar with their friends, which is honestly what I do most of the time. Yeah, it's so hard not to. Yeah, I mean, we have one other decision is that like I don't want to be on Facebook with this place. I don't mm. want to spend an, a second marketing it or trying to make it popular. Mm. I just want to quietly do good things with good people and then other people will find it. 
Yeah. Because of what we're doing. And the other people who are involved can tell their friends. Because word of mouth is the strongest way to, to publicize anything. Yeah, well, Everybody knows I, that. I think a lot of people get lost in um, just the fucking branding and the promotion of stuff before they've even got a solid idea. Like, it sounds good that you're like, we just want to do awesome shit and whatever happens after that is the, the yeah. why part. But, like, most people are just like, God, we got to create this space where we get tons of people and then eventually I'll get a picture of me taken looking cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want, I originally didn't even want to have a name for it. Mm. You can just start with the pictures. You can just, like, stage everything. <laughs> yeah. Look interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, make sure it's, like, an industrial background. Yeah. You know, just, just wardrobe. Make your, yeah. make your art practice all about how you're just openly just trying to satiate your ego all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I'm open about it. Like, every other artist is, is what they're doing anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds, sounds awesome, though, man. I, I'd love to, like... I don't know. I must visit Helsinki at some point and see what it's. Have you ever never been here? Never been, never been to that type oh. side of the world. Yeah. You, you no, you've never been like north of Berlin. I, I went. I went right? to. I think Belgium is as north as I've gone. I guess Holland. I went to that's, Holland, but but. Belgium's good. Yeah. Yeah. Europe done right. I think right. I think that's on the same latitude line as uh, Berlin, though. Oh yeah. What, what about what about yeah. what about Holland? That's up high, right? See, I, I'm in America for a while now. Notoriously low. Yeah, welcome as to well. my culture. Like, yeah. Notoriously below water level. Actually, I, yeah, I, it's I, called the low country. I was just um. That's what it direct. That's the etymology of it. I think. I, I was just of Netherlands. I was just thinking there that um the only time I've been to Pittsburgh was in the video game The Last of Us. It's like the last part of the game when with the zombie outbreak. There's a video game where I can go home. There is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah can it's, play, a, it's a very, very famous one. Like, as well. But it's post The Last of Us. Yeah, the last yeah of us. it's pretty good. It's, it's for PlayStation. I, I saw the Fallout came out with the add-on where it was Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Pit. It was called. It, it actually, I saw one picture of the Fort Pitt Bridge like totally bombed, and it, it actually was like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy an Xbox and play this game, and then I, I didn't. Thank mm. you, I don't <laughs> you can watch all of it on YouTube. I might. I Someone might. else doing it, but you know. That yeah. may be what I do when I go home tonight. Before I take my nap, before I wake up at 3 a.m. to watch a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, who's playing? Pittsburgh versus Washington, game three. Oh, game three. In the second round of the playoffs. Of the three games they played thank you for Thank you for feigning interest. <laughs> I'm actually interested in NHL, um, but um, like very passively interested in that, like, you know... You don't want to get up at three in the morning to watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have to get up early for other reasons. This was a good segue. It was. Yeah. But you didn't get to talk about your projects. But I, I have to. To I, I'm not going to avoid, but I am going to slip away for a second. Yeah, for an on. Un, but I can un, hear you talking. On certain reason. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Is it will this pick up on the mics? Um. Well, if it does, I'm going to keep it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For here, like plop, plop. Plop. I'm definitely keeping that. I think you should add them in later, even if you can't hear them. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, just like a kind of <laughs> nice ambient sounds it, in the background. That, that's that's what mine sounds like, anyway. <laughs> so I've got a few things coming up at the moment. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I've got this project I'm working on. Actually, I just spent the better part of this day cutting wood, cutting timber. Nice for. Um, yeah, you know, remember the thing I did with the ghost estates uh, as part of the Eskeaton thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, doing a version of that with, with like, tower blocks uh, in Espo. Oh, cool. Which is the, like, let's call it a borough. It's like the borough I live in. Yeah. Kind of. um, it's uh, got an artist, Andy Best, and his partner, Maria. Oh, really bad with Finnish names. It's... Like three years, Shane. Have been you should overdub. You should overdub it really badly afterwards. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like mechanical voice, yeah. like another person's voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but um, yeah, I spent I got I, I built one out of six of the houses, but there's like all of these details that have to be done as well. Yeah. Oh, nice, cool. Like, where do you where do you do that building stuff? Do you have a studio or do you just do it outside? Um, Andy got me a place where I could uh, construct them. Nice. It's uh, one of the universities has a sculpture workshop, so I was able to build them there. Oh, sweet. Uh, well, I've like cut half of them. Another artist who's in it, uh, Roll, he helped me use one of the one He's of the big a great stuff. guy. Do you know him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's like the studio master in Alto. Yeah, he does really interesting work with my friend Scott. Yeah, I know yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're in the same show. Yeah. We're in What's the, that? Uh, it's in... I won't be here, but it's in June. I will uh, actually go to that. Oh, cool. Well, I won't be there, yeah. so... Uh, well, I could dress as you. You could. You could. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let's sort that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I might need them, though. I don't have to borrow all of your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Just wear them all at once. Um, they probably that could probably work. I'm a bit bigger than you, so you know. Are you? Yeah. Well, I don't see size. So, yeah, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> oh God, God, sorry. That's what you should edit out. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I built one of them today. I have another five to make, and then I've got this metal detector project. That I'm doing right now as well. What what uh, bands? Um, how are you working with a bunch of bands on that, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the lists actually up on the wall in front of me. Cool. Uh, there's a band called Bloody Heathen, Nuclear Omnicide, Final Assault, Valon Cantayad. Uh, These local. Yeah, they're well, uh, like Helsinki Espo Vanta. Yeah. Uh, there's another guy who I met uh, the other day, Pekka. And he's a band called Steel Jungle, and nice. they're on board as well. And it's a lot. It's you know, uh, I, might, I just finished saying it, not to give preference. Brain is people, chaos, chaos, Salgia, albino rhino, and hundred headless horsemen. It's good you finished that list because I'm sure the members of Hundred Headless Horsemen listen to this podcast and are gonna be so angry if you left them out. <laughs> I just want to be fair for its own sake. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So you know, we have like, most of the bands have made submissions, but we this is the thing we're talking about intellectual property and stuff like that. I'm trying to get this contract uh, proper and all above board so that like no one is fucked over. Not that anyone involved in the project would fuck anyone over, but it still inspires confidence in a lot of um, people if you have all your shit together before, and particularly like musicians that are in bands. Like it's a bit of a compromise. Ask, hey, just give me your music. Just you make know? sure it's in the Gaelic language. Yeah, <laughs> that's a callback. Yeah, yeah. Woo. I, 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 yeah. I don't know if it was a bit clunky. If I'm being honest. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not a very good podcast guest or talk show host. It's okay. I think it's. I think you have it's no, been great. Yeah, yeah. it has. Uh, but that's not the end. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I made it like, like endy. Naturally, that sounded like the end of the podcast. <laughs> Let's inject some more life into this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I bought a car today. Uh, yeah, John bought a car. With extra it was pretty lights. impulsive of me. So, yeah. I bought an Xbox. It's a, it's a Honda Incredible. Civic chain. Oh, nice. You're a boy racer. Well, I, I don't even, I wouldn't even consider any other kind of car. Have you been? Like, when I was looking at cars, I just put in Honda Civic, and yeah. I know they're a little more expensive, but there's yeah, but they're a reason. Good. Yeah, they're good. Great engines. They run forever. They run forever. And there's so much parts out there if, there, if yeah. you have a problem, you know, because a lot of people have them. They have an association in Ireland uh, with the boy racer uh, subculture. 
Um, Wait, what, that, what? The, there's a subculture in Ireland, boy racers. They're like joy joy riders. Is that where the band name? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know boy racers? Is no, this no. like British sort of indie pop? Mine too, because they they're they're like a British autos yeah. sort boy of thing. Boy racers, great. You know? Check them out. Cool. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, but they really like do- uh, Honda Civics and Subarus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Subarus are nice because they're all wheel drive, but. That uses a lot more gas. And yeah, I'm yeah. a bit of a hypermiler, mm. which is like people... Yeah, you, want, you said you'd explain this. Hypermiler. Yeah, well, hypermiling is like when you, you try to get the most ridiculous fuel efficiency possible. It's all about stick work. Uh, well, it's... That's what she said. Phrasing. It's all about stick <laughs> no, work. No, look, you can't call me, like, call me up on... Okay, fuck off. But stick work was like way better than what you, whatever yours was. I can't yeah. remember now, it was so bad. Anyway. Yeah, didn't mean either. Well, um, I'll have to listen to Hypermilers, they do all sorts of stuff. Like, some, some of them, like, they actually rip all the other seats out of the car because they're just extra weight. Right. And then um, you you really you gotta is, keep those lights though. It is no the lights are going off right away. Oh, it is a lot of stick work. But then also they do things like um, they'll get behind on the highway. They'll get behind like a truck, mm. and you can get yeah in to this, get the jet stream. And you actually will, the truck, they'll turn yeah. the engine off. Oh, I'm glad. Like, yeah, well they've been going mm. like 120 kilometers an hour, and they'll turn off the engine. I don't know about that because bolts. ignition actually uses more fuel than um, like than any other aspect of, of using a car. I, so if you have to re-engage yeah. the ignition after, I'd imagine that that is like there's a lot of fuel going right. Yes, so but maybe if you're going to ride it for like a long way, it, it actually they, they figure it out. Mm. But they get gauges added to their dashboard to actually tell them like their current. I don't know what you say because we say mileage. You still say mileage. Even well, it's kilometers. We, we right? used to have miles up until very recently. Right. Yeah. Because I noticed even until on the, I moved here, even, <laughs> on the, even on the website where I was looking for the cars, it would still say like mileage. Right. And then it would have like kilometers. Kilometers. Because so, yeah. kilometerage is a stupid word, right? Kilometerage. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. So yeah, I meterage. I was thinking, cause my parents are coming to visit in. Because it's just a thousand meters. So that's it's true. Meterage. <laughs> meterage. Mm. My parents are coming to visit in three weeks and. You know, they're not as young as they used to be. And, yeah, okay. and they're used to driving everywhere because they're mm. American. Mm-hmm. And my brothers warned me. They just visited him and he said, yeah, they got tired a lot more soon than I realized. Yeah. So you might have to take a lot of taxis when they're there. And taxis in Finland are... Jesus yeah, Christ. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, it doesn't make crazy. any sense. We actually took a lot of taxis when we were in Berlin just because of the, the fucking how nice it is. Do you use Uber? Uh, no, no, we should have actually. As Kimo it's, says, it's the only way that people from the Helsinki art scene can have any interaction with people from the, uh, minorities and, and non-white people. I, I, I believe yeah, that. I, I was in an Uber once here. Yeah. Uh, my friend Arno, when, when Arno visited, he, he put us all in his Uber. He's such a fucking um, Uber guy. He would, of course, <laughs> get an Uber. I, I, yeah, lo- well, I love you, Arno. I didn't mean that in a bad way. Sorry. Yeah, he actually listens to this. Yeah, yeah. Hi, good. Arno. <laughs> but uh, he, um, he, uh, he, like, he threw us all into this Uber. You know, I was like, oh, my company, I paid for it, so you know. Sorry, Arno. <laughs> I've used God. it twice now, we and I, you, I, I don't know how I feel about what it, you know, might be doing to the idea of work and labor. But I, I have no sympathy for Helsinki taxi cabs. Oh, it's a rocket. Yeah. Mm. So if the sooner they can die or be forced to lower the prices, the better. Problem is, is that like the state is obviously going to fall on their side. Oh, of course, they already have. It's illegal. Like the Uber drivers make you get in the front seat here because if the cops see them driving with someone just in the back seat, they'll pull them over and give them a fine. Oh fuck, really? Yeah, it's crazy. So when, when did that come in? Um, I don't know, but this Jamaican guy told me that he likes doing Uber. He's making enough money to live, but he's constantly being harassed by the police because mm. of it. Uh, also, interesting thing. So this Jamaican guy, right? He was playing in his car the CD of reggae music, as you would expect somebody from Jamaica. But the thing is, it was like the most obvious, like the five reggae songs that even I know. 
Mm. You know, like if you just had like reggae, so just some whalers and like. Do you think he would do uh, some Debbie Desmond Decker? Maybe he was. Or something, I mean, it's like maybe he was doing that to make the racists feel more at home. <laughs> no. Just... Well, it made me think, just like you know, if I just had like a disc with like five rock songs represent all of rock music. Be all Billy Joel. And then, and then we started to talk. My, my my partner and I just started talking about like, what if you just had to represent the five like Western music? You could pick five tracks mm. to represent all the Western music. What would they be? Like, what would the artists be? So I was thinking, Beethoven, the mm. Beatles, mm. Uh, either Miles Davis or Duke Ellington. I'm not sure, but one of the two. Yeah. And then Brian Eno. Uh, you really take Brian Eno? Because because he, he like if you if you if you have to look at like a period of time. That man was very influential for a lot of music. So if you want something that represents, uh-huh. it's not about like a question of taste. Although I like you know, yeah. But like you know, but, it, he does kind of quantify a period of time in music that we're still kind of dealing. But with but wouldn't what, wouldn't Nirvana influence more than Eno? I think Beatles covers Nirvana. I was gonna know? say Michael yeah. Jackson. Oh yeah. MJ. Yeah. yeah. Nirvana, Flash in the Pan. <laughs> I don't know. There's still a yeah. lot of Nirvana people who just want Nirvana. Hunt is spinning in his bed. <laughs> I would take the Velvet Underground before I take Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. The you what? I take the Velvet Underground over Nirvana. That's true. But I don't. I, th- I don't think we need more than the Beatles for rock music. But that's the thing. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, this really isn't an objective list. Though. No, but I, oh right, because it was up to me. It would be like like Neil Young. Like yeah. I don't know. Like it would just be. How would you want an alien civilization to view like? But I, th- I, I, th- I think the thing is, choice. it is pretty, like, I wouldn't put Nirvana down as a taste thing, it would be totally objective, because they're the only thing in there that has angst and angst coming into music, it's like, who do you choose out of, like, Sex Pistols, you know, after driving Nirvana, like, Miles Davis, Miles Davis? the other thing, right, has angst in it, yeah. yeah, the other thing is that we're, we're overlooking, is that, okay, we're saying Western music, do you yeah. exclude, like, Southern countries in that, because there is, oh, like, that's, yeah, that was my fifth know? choice, actually, but the fifth choice was, like, Caetano Veloso, or... I don't know, Astro Piazzolla or somebody. Okay. Like, yeah, that was yeah. actually what I thought. Yeah, that's right. You only said four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I did Cinder So that was like my, I mean, it's a stupid argument, but like, it's a fun one, right? Like, if you become an Uber driver and to represent Western music, I don't know where you draw the lines at Western either. Like, if, if, <laughs> would Russian, would Shostakovich be in there? Yeah, I don't think Russians would want to, to be no? like, grouped in, in a way. I don't know. Yeah. But then I don't know either. I'd be I'm corrected regardless of what I say, so it it doesn't matter. But yeah, um, Russian fucking uh, new wave like red wave stuff is amazing. You've ever listened to any of it? Red wave? Yeah. No. Well, uh, maybe. Like uh, Kino, uh, Victor Stoy. It's like it's good. really, really good stuff. Really, really. Huh. Anastasia put me onto a lot of it. Did you hear the new Brian Eno record? He covers a little bit underground on it. No, I didn't. It's it's all right. It's like mostly vocals. It's like. Uh-huh. It's an ambient record, but it's mostly singing based. Okay. And then uh, the last track is a cover of "I'm Set Free," which is really beautiful. Nice. Yeah. What did you make of the Portishead cover of SOS? There kind of was in the YouTube sphere. I don't recently. think I ever heard it. Uh, no. Was it Portishead? And you know what else? Fuck, I hope it's Portishead. Am I am I an idiot? I <laughs> recognize <laughs> Portishead if you played them for me. Really? I just have no frame of reference for them. I remember when they were around, people talked about them. Dummy is a great album if you, if you have to go I'm on. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like. There's just something I one of those things. But I you not get pleasure from going back to these things. You're yeah. like fuck that. You know, at one point in your life, and and yeah. you know now you're like, hey, I'm. No, but it wasn't, even, it wasn't even like I, I actively was like fuck Portishead. head. I just mm. like didn't know about it or didn't like. I heard people talk about it and I just didn't care. I yeah. kind of just missed it. Yeah, it is really exciting. It's like whoa, Smashing Pumpkins were pretty good. You're in like 2008. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I don't know what, what my... I don't think I've done that recently, though. I've been listening to some really horrible, cheesy stuff recently, like CKY. Oh yeah. yeah, don't know that. I'm just like it's so CKY. CKY yeah. it's so satisfying. It's so it's so dumb it's like, and satisfying. Uh, uh, they were like associated with like Damager and stuff like that. For, I don't know what that is. Uh, this is beautiful that you don't know who you that is. Boy Your life is better. <laughs> yeah, and you, like that's that's like that that stuff. You it's like it's like export label. You know, it's like that's definitely bigger in Europe than it was in the states. But oh, it's, it's America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they were kind of uh, associated Skating with and... the whole Jackass yeah, crew yeah. and him and okay. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boy Racer man, you gotta check them out. Yeah, I will. In, in I full will. color, that's the that's the one to get. Mm-hmm. I have so much CDs of some really good stuff, but I have no value for it because of CDs. You know what? I have a. I, I don't care about CDs either, but I bought a quarter day that has a CD player. Uh, so you're going to maybe go back that way? I mean, I have like in my room a like, shelf of like 400 CDs, and I put all my instruments in front of it for space reasons. Just to block them. Well, I don't like looking at them, but then if I actually yeah. need to listen to something, I have to like move the banjo and the, you know... But then, uh, yeah, now I'm going to actually have to like just start keeping them in the car. I should just move all 400 of the car. If you get a CD changer, well, then that goes against your, like, fuel safety thing. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't listen to the radio, huh? It uses more... Does it? Uses more it uses fuel. more battery. Yeah. Mm. Well, once the car is going, I guess... Then it's, it's powering power. yeah. the, the dynamo switches, right? That's uh, how it works. I'm really pissed off this car has has power steering. Oh, yeah. My last Honda Civic was a 93 hatchback, and it did not have power steering. So did you learn with stick or manual? I learned with, uh, well, stick, with an automatic, yeah. But then, did you, yeah. <laughs> nice did you learn with manual or manual? But I, I like will never ever ever drive an automatic transmission. Okay. I think I hit the button again. Did I just turn this off again? Right, just... Sorry. Or did I not? Sorry. Edit this out. Am I, I going to be the most yeah. ed- edited podcast you've done yet? No, no, no. You've only no, done no. two before, right? Yeah. And who was the guest on the second one? Uh, Paul Tarpey. Okay, I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. Because uh, it's in Vimeo, which is an annoying way to listen to. Yeah, no, but you help me figure yeah, that out. Yeah, not tonight though. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I bought this car for 700 euros today, and I thought I was just buying it from some, like, shady guy, and I got all excited, because I love the idea of, like, just jumping on the next ferry, and I, like, just give some guy 700 euros cash, and then I get back on the ferry with the car, and I, I was only in Estonia for 41 minutes, which is awesome, but uh, it turned out that I was actually, like, an auto dealer. Ah, and it was like he's selling online, kind of. Yeah, it was, I mean, he was still just like a guy. Like two Estonian guys actually came, and they didn't speak any English, which was good because I had to try to remember some Estonian words, which I've mostly forgotten. But what's uh, Estonian for car? Uh, alto. Uh, yeah, that's an easy one. Alto. Alto. Like wave. In no, Finnish. like auto. A L T O. No, A A U T O. Alto. Yeah, I'm just pronouncing it no. like an Estonian. Well, no, like me. I have terrible pronunciation. Okay. But then when I, I went to get back on the ferry, and the cops, the police, police, they were actually just police there, they actually came and, like, asked me for all my papers. For your tax and stuff? Or just for, like, they were just like, you know, passport, driver's license, car documents, and I was like, uh, I just bought this car 14 minutes ago. And I, like, had the, like, the guy actually wrote out a little the contract. kind of thing, or... Well, I didn't think I was going to sign a contract. I thought he was just going to, like, you know, here's 700 euros, I'm a shady Estonian guy. Mm. But he actually had this really generic thing with my name and address and his name and address. So, mm. thank God, because I showed it to the cops, and they had the title, which was still in his name, you know. Yeah, and otherwise was... they would have impounded it, maybe. maybe. Then we'd have no podcast. But then I was kind of worried, like, maybe, why is this car so cheap? Because, like, the equivalent car would cost, like, 2,000 euros here. Mm. And, of course, everything's more expensive here, but it was, like, so cheap. And it was actually listed online at 800, 
And when I called him, he was like, 700. <laughs> so, like, I didn't even, like, make a lower offer. He just lowered it. So I'm like, okay, someone got murdered in this car. You know, like, this has definitely been part this of a really crime. really bad at haggling. Yeah. But then I guess the police, they went to the van for, like, two minutes. And they came back and said everything was fine. So I'm sure they, like, would have checked the car and if it was, like, stolen or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I guess it's not stolen. That's good. So you have to change the plates here. Yeah, I have to do it, like, soon. Like, tomorrow I'll go. In. i got to pay import tax first. Oh, how much? I don't know. It depends. It's based on the emissions of the car. I brought back a really junky They're car from... fuel efficient enough. Pretty good, yeah. 50,000. I brought back like a 97 Vauxhall from the UK, and I had to pay about 600 euros for that. Okay. So yeah. I think this will be less. I think it'll be between 300 and 600. Okay. Well, then you have a car for a grand. Yeah, yeah. which is half the price of a cost here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Plus another probably 100, 150 to get it inspected and put plates on it. And what put you off getting like a real shitty piece of shit here? Like, like a 500 a, like euro a car? car? Well, you can get cars for 100, I've seen. Like, yeah. I guess because I've I seen to, people driving them also. It has to last until the 18th, so I can pick up my parents at the airport. Right. So you're not going to go to Rovaniemi with it, are you? No, I'm flying up for that. Okay. Yeah. Rovaniemi is really far away. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also going to Uvascula later this month, also with Pixar. That, that could be worth driving. Yeah, to. and we were like going to buy the train tickets, and they were really, really cheap train tickets. And I was like, oh, but I might buy a car before then. And now I bought the car, but I'm still going to go on the train because mm. it's already purchased. You can put the car on the train here to Uvascula. Yeah. Yeah, well, if it's if it's a longer connecting train, really, yeah, they have separate carriages for them. But that you, really be worth you know, it. You, yeah, you have to you have to board. Well, it is if you want to just get out and drive. Straight yeah, away. but I mean, we're just gonna like drive around. You've asked a lot. A lot of people do it if they're going like to northern Russia. Yeah, there isn't connecting rail. That makes sense. So like you get on a Pasala, and yeah. that's it. I wonder know. if uh, I wonder if they have Uber in Uvaskala. Yeah, I doubt it. I can't wait to find out. Do they have cabs in Newcastle? I guess it's a pretty nice city. I've been there. I've not been there. I lived lived there for, well, near there for a month. Really? Yeah. Well, I enjoy myself for two days with my parents and Patrick. The same way you do here, I think, you know. What, the way I enjoy myself here? (laughs) That's what she (laughs) said. (laughs) He made a hand gesture. We won't have to explain what it was. Yeah, audio podcast. Oh my God, is this podcast any good? Uh, Are all my friends in Limerick going to, like, hate this? No, no, they'll think it's really cute that you're on it and everything. I, like, the next section that I have outlined is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but we might as well do it. Uh, you just, want to talk about sports? That was because yeah. I said I wanted to talk about hockey. Yeah. But do yeah. you guys really want to talk about sports? No. Nope. I don't think you actually like... Well, let's talk about it from, like, a cultural perspective. I got, I got something... Let's not talk about it. Like, let's not talk about stats. Let's talk about what it means. I, I, got, I got something for that. Um... Yeah. I've never ever in my life been into sports remotely, but now because of Conor McGregor, I'm a huge UFC fan. Yeah, same. That's a sport. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah th- that's the other thing. Is boxing I didn't a really sport? Know it was a sport. No. <laughs> no, I think it is. But it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sport. I mean, there's boxing and hockey. You know. The best definition I ever heard of a sport, because like I forget who said it, but they said golf is not a sport. And golf bowl- is a good walk around, right? Bowling is not a sport. A mm. sport, if you can gain weight while playing it, it's not a <laughs> Nice. It's a game. You can lose and gain weight. Uh, boxers notoriously lose Yeah, and remember, boxing is a sport, but I'd yeah. say golf and bowling is not. The exception... To darts. This, yeah, yeah, darts is not a sport. Although, do you know there was like a court case in the UK to define it as a game of skill and not a game of chance? Because they were, darts? Yeah. They How were could gonna, you possibly think it's were, not a game of skill? They were going to ban darts. Because it, it was a pub game, so they assumed it was like a gambling game. People would put money on it. Mm-hmm. You can't put money on sports games for competition. Mm-hmm. 
you can't if it's a game of chance. So they, that's where the first professional darts players came from. Right. Because they were able to, like, can you hit, like, a double whatever, you know? And Jesus. Yeah, and that's where it came from. I think archery would be the exception to this, because I think that's a sport, but you could gain weight while playing it in theory. I don't think it would improve you, because, like, if, like, Zen and the Art of Archery, like, I mean, you, that, that guy in those illustrations isn't, like, uh, Tubzo uh, McGee, like, I've you never, know. I've never read that. Yeah, because uh, you got to be pretty strong to pull the bow. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I did that for a small... I re- you saw my practice bow, didn't you? Shane. He's, he's gone. He's had it. He's had enough of this guest. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> you saw my practice bow, right? I did, yes. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sold it. You, oh, really? Should you get a good price for it? Mm. No. Was it a, What kind of bow was Shitty it? Shitty long bow. My, uh, Agnieszka was actually doing the Japanese archery for a while. Oh, wow. I don't know if she's still keeping that up, but she was traveling out here to SPO, as I like to call SPO for short. Mm. And uh, she was, yeah, she was like doing that, which is, did I do that? Yeah. That was me? That's it. Did I just kill everything? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, there's a... Uh, fidgety. Yeah, no, you, you killed the power to everything there. Are you going to stop recording? No, I don't think oh. so. Because yeah. it's coming from the computer's battery. Cool. Sorry. That's right. I won't do it again. It's okay. You you did it twice. <laughs> At the same time though. Yeah. You're kind of like, is that gonna kill what we're doing? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it did. Okay. That looks very unsafe. Yeah. For, for you listeners, Steve has under his desk a a power brick of like a bunch of AC adapters clamped into this other thing, clamped into a. a yeah, because all of my plugs are UK plugs. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mine still are, and I haven't lived there in eight years. So. Mm. Anyway. I haven't lived there ever. No? You no. still say UK plugs? Yeah, well, they are. Oh, because the Br- Irish... Used... It's the same, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm British Isles plugs. I'm being pedantic, yes. okay. sorry. British Isles plugs. It's nice to watch you people struggle. You must love struggle. that it's called the British Isles. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, who wrote the books? It, it, who, it depends who, on who you ask. Where did, where, where, where did the cartographers come from? You know, Actually, it's a big thing in like the nationalist community to try and have it redefined. Yeah. yeah but, of course, like... You know, they 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 like to jump on a lot of things. Um, yeah, what you say, Shane? Uh, yeah, I just said it depends on who you ask. Yeah. You guys aren't nationalists. Um, that, I, I, that would mean I don't being. I don't give a shit about things in general, <laughs> like of that nature. But um, I don't consider Ireland the British Isles at all. Yeah. Just yeah. in conversation or. Yeah, I, I use it as shorthand because it's just easier yeah. sometimes. It just feels it just uh, feels like I a, don't like that I have to. Yeah, it just feels like a bully owning my shit. I'm like, no, that's 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 my one there. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. What's the good one is the Western European Archipelago. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, like I have no problem with you. Yeah, it's, rolls it, off it the sounds tongue. cooler if it come if it's like Europe's island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but yeah, you know, the the argument is like, oh, but that's what it's called in the books, or that's what it's called on atlases, or uh, that's, you know, that's the official term. But then, you know, the people who created the official terms came from the uh, dominating, um, you know, colonial power structure. That's that's who funded all of those maps. In fact, they used a lot of those maps to colonize most of the world. So yeah, but yeah, it's it's not like a bone of contention. It's just uh, it's more interesting than anything. When you put this on iTunes, what category were you listed under? Um, Art, IRA, uh, <laughs> support, 
I don't know. Um, Politics? I, current events? Uh, no. Miscellaneous? Misc. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I don't know. Like, what? Maybe you should call it an art podcast. You guys are both artists. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's I, I it, 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 defining it and, like, setting it apart. I d- rarely think that anything I do isn't art, even, like, just jamming in the room on my, on my own. So, like, I mean... Um, it's maybe it's more useful in terms of like an audience and stuff like that i think if you label this as art you're like reducing the amount of people that can listen to it i put it as comedy uh, comedy is an art form in a sense even though it's not incredibly <laughs> funny funny you know um it's definitely pleasant to listen to uh, is it? you're yeah, people have said that you know that's good yeah my, so my, i enjoyed the first one my friend camilo really enjoys this he listens to it like all the way through so thank you very that, much. Shout out, shout out to Camilo. Um, there's definitely one person who finds it pleasant. I think there's a few. I've been contacted by a lot of people, like more more than you would think. That's good. Yeah. And you're not even on that property. And I haven't even distributed yet. a property. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great then. Maybe like if we get this one up on an RSS, then like this will be the breakout episode. Yeah, we should have an episode where we just. <laughs> now what do I click? Okay. <laughs> can, I, can, I right. be, can I be a guest every time on this podcast? I like it. It's yeah, fun. but if, if organizing it, it was so straightforward. It take us a month for me to come to Espo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can be a guest. I have a car now. Well, well, that, call me like two in the morning and I'll drive over. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, well, the, the easiest thing about it is that, um, you know, you're here. Yeah, it's good. You know, all, all the other guests prior to have been in other parts of the world. Which is one guest. And, and yeah. <laughs> And then the co-host is, of course, in another part of the world. You should get some some good local people. You want me to? You so me consciously, to... Shane, I'm t- I'm dealing with you as a, as a guest. I know. Do you want me to be bastard. like a booker for this podcast? I'm sorry. Do, do you want me to, to try to book some some local talent, some local character? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, good. yeah. I have a we have a we have a short list of people that we want to uh, have on at some point. I'd be like, I got an opportunity for you, kid. Hey, it's this podcast called The Famine of Knowledge. It pays shit, but you know. These kids, they know what they're doing. Once they get into RSS, you're going to open some doors for your career. Yeah. They got... <laughs> you do a good, like, like East Coast Asian Bugsy voice. Bugsy Malone? No, it's good. No. I like it. East Coast Asian? Agent. <laughs> Agent. I'm not racist. <laughs> this this podcast is going to gain a reputation for just being specifically racist against Asian people. <laughs> Slowly. But not openly yeah, racist. I think we need to have someone Asian on in the no, next one, but not not, not exclaim that that person is uh, Asian. That's the way to kind of neg- specifically negate. racist, but not openly. But racist. but all specifically all the um, all yes. the contents could be just about like really Asian things, like all the stuff we talk about. So you like New Order? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you you you've kind of got, gone on and talked about some sort of Eastern philosophical, uh, at least inspired kind of uh, stuff. Me or John? You? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I really like that stuff. It's cool. So I mean, we're kind of covered in. Terms oh of Asian yeah, yeah, things. yeah. And I guess my girlfriend's Asian, so I can't be that racist. Do you I'm, have a girlfriend now? Oh, yep, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that. Good did luck. you tell me that? Announcing, it, announcing it to the world on the podcast. It's official. I thought about mentioning that I had one too, but then I decided to keep it keep it close. Oh, I just said it. Let's all just talk about our girlfriends. We can cut. <laughs> is she? Fo- I, I have a wife. Is she foxy? I have a wife too. Uh, That's oh, true. Shit, yeah. Yeah. I'm the odd one out here. Fuck. 
Yeah, my uh, my John fa- also has a girlfriend. <laughs> my failure to get divorced is is approaching like legendary status at this point. It's, it's now almost six years since we split up. Wow, I'm I'm yeah. so hopeful now for myself to get divorced. That they get divorced. Oh, a second. I don't even know if you're joking anymore. So you literally. No, I'm not joking at all. all right. I've, I've been married since. In fact, this month on the 23rd of May will be my ninth and our ninth anniversary. So do you still ce- so, celebrate? Oh, celebrate? If your relationship of our marriage. If you're married. Yeah, I'll be married for nine years. We, we, we got married in, in 2007, May 23rd. Wow. Which is a uh, date I picked because uh, the May is the fifth month, and the 23rd, of course, 23 is the mystical number. If you guys read your Illuminatus trilogy, uh, yeah. you would know that five... No, I, I, I read the the, the Wikipedia. Or the Jim... About the Illuminatus trilogy. Yeah. Or the Jim Carrey it's movie. My, my, my all-time favorite book, the, the book that influenced my life more than anything, and you only read the Wikipedia page before having me over. You didn't commit to all 700 pages of it. It's not on your bio. It's not in my pixelate bio. Yeah. John W. Fales, an artist and organizer who loves the Illuminatus trilogy. That's what it should say. So tell us about the Illuminatus trilogy. Nah. Okay. Not enough time. NH, well, we, we, this can run as long as we need it to. Uh, well, the last one was about this long, right? Uh, yeah, but that's because I cut some bits uh, that the guys asked me to cut. I can go for a bit longer. Which I'm going to play um, after the credits. What, the outtakes? The outtakes from the last one. No, no, I won't. I, it's I like love being here and on this podcast. I don't feel like I've, I've delivered a very good performance, though. Uh, it's, it's as good as anything we've produced so yeah. far, I think, which is two things. I'm also a little tired because I went to another country and back today. Yeah, but, you know. And I've got to sleep because i got a hockey game, so I, I, I guess I'm feeling the drain. I just don't feel like I'm on, I'm on top, you know, of my game here. I want to deliver quality insights about art and culture. Well, we can have you back. Have I had any insights about art and culture? Yeah, I think so. I don't like doing paperwork. <laughs> you don't like paperwork. You're, you're totally That's why I'm still married. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, how do you have a bank account? Like, I feel like five bank accounts in like four different countries. It's so annoying. Uh, I can imagine. Well, you like paying fees in different places. No, I just... Like, I really should close my Estonian bank account, but I was only there for 41 minutes, which is just enough time to buy a car, fill it with petrol, and get back on the boat. Did you use your Estonian card? To what? To no, buy, I don't know. Buy gas. No, I don't remember the PIN number. <laughs> so maybe they just closed it already. I don't know. I pro- no, I mean unless it, it just if it expires because you can they can't take away your, your account. They don't have my current address, so they've been probably sending notices to the old address in Estonia where Did I didn't. Did you leave, leave anything? Nope. In it? Yeah, well then. It's I probably cut closed. those ties. Yeah. Would have Nothing been to do with that place anymore. Just go there to buy cars and have the girlfriend thing. You know, that's yeah. about it. Yeah, and her family's there, right? Yeah, yeah. or her mom. Yeah, that's that's family. Yeah, but not my family. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Distinction. Well, yeah. I have to get divorced first before I can marry someone else. Come on, I really wanted to get divorced on the on the talk show. That was like the big dream was to have a John gets divorced segment. <laughs> I mean, that would be entertaining. You shouldn't know? go for it. How was serious introspection last right. night? Well, the interviews were awkward as always, but John did get divorced on stage. I mean, that would have been good, right? Mm. And she was supposed to send the papers here, but they didn't come in time, and I think she sent it at the wrong address. I still don't have them. She's not in the city? No, she lives in the UK. Uh, she lives in the British Isles. Oh. Uh, the British part of the British Isles. The, yeah, the British Isles. No, the British Isles is still a thing. It's just, it's one island, and Guernsey. <coughs> Jersey. Jersey. And Guernsey, yeah. 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 What about the Isle of Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that's a principality, I think, so it's actually not part... It's part of the UK as a crown dependency, but it's not... 
actually a territory of since, the UK. Since the UK has, has grabbed a bit of your island, can't that also they claim to it being part of the British? No, country? no, I, they, I, they, I think they, I'm pretty sure Hendrix, actually Hendrix have, liberated the know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm so going to cut that out because I don't, I don't want anyone to, because it's a big fucking no-no right to talk about that kind of thing, at least if you're like from a more liberal background to talk about uh, the North and all this. And then, uh, of course, I know people from the North. Nah, let's go, let's go, like, all sides. controversy episode, or controversy. I know, but main, main reason Eat the homeless! Is, you know, just ex- Eat the expose homeless! Expose my absolute ignorance. Thank hey, you. guys, I'm Catholic, too. Yeah, yeah, we have the Catholic trifecta going on. We're going to have exclusively Catholic people <laughs> on, the, on the podcast. But you could you put this under religion and theology category. That, that, that would work, yeah. yeah. You, you can, we, yeah. Let's, go to, let's go to confession yeah, you, together, it'd be fun. You want to go to confession, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, independent, we can't actually go into the booth together. No, but we could, rec- we could uh, record it. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and I actually have one of these, uh, like, hidden recorder things. We could just open a Skype connection on our phones to each other from, like, confessional to confessional. Yeah. I don't really know what I, I would confess, though, because... I mean, I, I don't want to, like, go in there and mock the priest, because obviously I don't respect what he does, right? Mm. But, like, at the same time, he's probably just a nice man. Yeah. Be, be very small chance he molests children. I mean, probably... It's 50-50. Is, is, is that high? <laughs> I think so. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's Finland. I'm sure, like, you know, I have this um, neighbor, Marek. Maybe you know him, a Polish guy. Yeah, Marek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marek's daughter worked at the. He must be Catholic. Also, <laughs> oh, you know, I shouldn't say his name because it's a story. His daughter worked at the local K Market, Co Market, which is like one of the supermarket Cole. chains. Yeah, one of the supermarket chains in Finland. So she was working at the one, and she didn't get along with the manager, and he was kind of like a jerk to her, and she quit or got fired or something. I don't know why, but basically she complained to the co-market upper management about the way this manager treated her mm-hmm. and they like moved him to another co-market and brought in a replacement manager for same this one the church yeah that's what i was thinking wow they treat it like the same way the church mm-hmm. deals with abuse they don't actually fire the person they no, just kind of like move him to another place yep. so they can molest another child well no no, no i just want to reiterate he did not molest her in any way <laughs> yeah. he just was kind of like a crappy boss okay yeah he may have molested her i i'm not saying this in any way whatsoever <laughs> And if I, if you are coming, you're not this, not Please bleep out his name. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can't. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just love the metaphor between the Catholic Church and co-market. Yeah. Still shop there over Alipa. They have a better selection. They do, but mm. then I mean, if you're really going going like the groceries, I mean, you know, you just travel to like a S market or something. Like they're a little bit cheaper. I think, <clears> the, yeah. The Nicole big ones. But anyway, that's podcast gold. <laughs> Finished supermarket chat. Yeah. I was out. I was in, um, there was a, there was a, I think it was part of like Checkpoint Helsinki. So this performance artist had this thing where like we had to pick a side and they had like the partition of the side and then they would graph how many people were with this string. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to choose. And one of the questions was S market or call. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was, a re- that was really divisive actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to Can make a separate thing for little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lidl's for like we're immigrant shop. Yeah, it's great, and the bakery is so much better there. Way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the other stuffs like weird stuff from Croatia or whatever, but it's cool. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's closer to home than, you know, some of the stuff here in some ways. You, you know mean, mean your home? Sort of like bark bread. Yeah. Do you, do you still think of Ireland as home? Um, I, I don't know. How long have you been away? Three years. How about you? Four years, Shane? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think of it as home. 
See, I, I don't. I think of Helsinki as home now, which is weird because I don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. But then when I go back to Pittsburgh, I feel like an alien. Like, like oh my god, the cars alien. are so big, the people are so big, everything is so big here. I just like when I go back to Limerick, it's like, why isn't everyone glad to see me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm the big smoke coming back, you know, like town. I came back. <laughs> is it because of this podcast that they're not glad to see you? No, everyone from Limerick that listens to this podcast is is is, is all right in my book. Except for the everyone else can fucking die. It's a bit aggressive. And I fucking mean it. I feel pretty good right now. Okay, yeah, I could, nice. I could I had I two could, beers, I bought a car. It. I could block it. Yeah, you've had a good day. Yeah, I, I took the ferry that I don't take that often. Well, I used to take it all the time and then the last couple What's of times. What's the Celia line? Talink, yeah. Uh, I, I used to always be like a Talink like purist and then the last couple of times just for economic reasons. They a good buffet in the morning. Well, they 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 have a Burger King now. They got rid of the uh, like what? Their, what? They got rid of their crappy fast food and now they replaced it with a, a corporate crappy fucking fast food. Burger Burger King are in fucking B- Burger King <laughs> are in are in like fucking they're in the there's this beautiful like I will say beautiful railway station in the center you know like uh, really yeah. really nice you know like there used to be this really even when even back when I moved here like only three years ago there was this nice. Uh, like kind of LEL cafe yeah and it was just you know think of it was a real it was a real stuck in time kind of thing but it was good you yeah. know um it was good enough i mean it was like it was a landmark i'd say yeah yeah that's where you'd, you'd meet outside there and maybe you'd go in i don't yeah. know like coffee wasn't expensive no you know um, no it's just a burger now king. it's a burger king yeah yeah although they have free refills they're pretty aggressive burger king and for not being very distinguishing food you know what i mean like i i had some, i actually purchased fries from burger king because mm. i had to eat something mm. and, and they had a veggie burger which i didn't try but it's interesting that like now you can get a veggie burger on the ferry yeah so maybe that is a blessing but ugh, i don't know ferry food is always so bad yeah but i mean have you ever like well, i haven't worked in fast food but i know people who have i mean and that veggie option might have been in the freezer for a very very that's long okay. time yeah that's fine with me if I'm gonna, if you're eating, I mean, enough. it is shit food anyway. Yeah. So if you're gonna eat shit food, it must well exactly. be shit food. Yeah. Shane, do you think you could talk? <laughs> I could if I could get a fucking word in. Sorry, I'm I'm happy. I'm an espo. It's nice. Yep. I'm actually tired though. I, I kind of want to like wrap it up. Is that? That's all right. Is that okay? You know I love you anyway, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love you too, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> we could meet These in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So good. Huh? We can live uh, what? in the ocean. <laughs> we can live in the middle of yes. the ocean. Seize, Seize or desist. Seize Make a decision. Desist. Seize. When it comes to you and me, man, it's seize all uh, the <laughs> What if it like you could say desist like um like the cyst like C Y S T like uh, yeah, yeah, so Seize or desist, man. Seize or choose. Desist. Do you want to live in the ocean or have a gigantic cyst? I have this cyst in my chest that need to get removed, you see that? Yeah. You podcast listeners can't see it. It's actually a pencil point that got stuck in me like in 1990. It, and what? Then it got infected? <laughs> no, well, it got infected last year. The pore is, like, impacted. It's just been in me for most of my life now. Are you fucking mm-hmm. shitting me? There's been a piece of lead just stuck before. in your fucking... It's not lead, it's graphite. If it was lead, I'd be majorly dead by now. Yeah, although I think we all have a certain amount of lead in our systems, regardless. Probably. Hillary Clinton's going to remove all the lead pipes in America when she's president. That's, she a, so. that's a good move. Yeah. You, you, know, what else, you know what else she's going to so, remove? You, you uh, know what else she's going to remove? I'll tell you. Um, oh, that's awful. Don't she's going to remove the homeless people. <laughs> True. She's How, gonna, Shane? You know, she's she's, she's going to remove she, my... 
her herself. She's going to remove my willingness to actually fill out an absentee ballot. Because I ain't voting for her. Oh, God, she's... Yeah, you're lucky you can vote, like, from abroad. But we don't have that. I think I'm going to actually go through the hassle of getting an absentee ballot. So I can vote for Senate because I, I I gotta get we gotta get rid of Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania he's a total knob, um, and then like just leave President blank or vote for the Green Party or something or mm. I don't know I could even see myself voting for Trump over Hillary Clinton, I honestly think like he his economic policy will be better to working people, he if he can actually like get out of these free trade agreements like he won't ratify Trans Pacific Partnership which Clinton will even though she said she won't because so like I don't know like. If, and also, if you want to think about the goals to bring about the death of America as quickly as possible, wouldn't a Trump presidency be better? Yeah, I mean, if you want a revolution, that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, but then, I mean, you had a buffoon for eight years before. I don't care if it's a buffoon. I just look at the platform. Hillary Clinton's platform... Well, no, Hillary Clinton is, is funded by corporations. Yeah. Donald Trump is funded is by himself, and he's a lunatic. But yeah. I don't know. In a, in a weird way, I think it actually might be what... Maybe it's all just a huge con, and, like, he, he gets in, and... I mean, I'd never actually vote for him, but, like... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's pointless. There's no way he, he could get in, but... At the same time, I'm glad I don't it's know. Him. Everyone thought Reagan was a joke as well. But, like, Ted Cruz is so much worse than Donald Trump, but nobody's saying that. Everybody's talking about how insane yeah, it will be. Yeah, because he's not in any way theatrical. He's very theatrical, but he's he's controlled by, by special interest. I mean, like, they can control him. And yeah. he's, he's, like, way, way worse. So what's Trump. the story? So, like, I kind of know what's going on with the GDP. GOP? GOP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of know And the GDP is not so good either. What's that's the GDP? Gross domestic product. No, that's why I got mixed up with... Yeah. Okay, so, now, GOP is the Republicans, right? Yeah. Okay, so, what's going on now? Oh. Bernie has Indianapolis... Oh, no, no, don't worry. It doesn't matter. Bernie's out. Is, is that... Close? I wouldn't be surprised if we stopped recording and find out that he dropped out today. Okay. I mean, it's like, it's a matter of days. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no path he can possibly become the nominee. But at but the same time... he do, like, a Nader, like, kind of thing where he runs... No, he'll just... He'll try to pressure Clinton from the left at the convention and try to get some of his things put in the platform, which she will then become president and ignore and just give lots of huge gifts to Goldman Sachs and all the people that actually... She's one of them. Mm. So, like... But, you know, president's stupid anyway. Follow local politics. They're much more important. I just think, like, in terms of photo opportunity, Bernie Sanders would look really good next to Michael D. Higgins. I don't know who that That's is. our president. That's your president? Yeah. Uh, but it's more of a figurehead position. And what, he's also, like, a balding, avuncular Jew? Yeah, but, well, he, you know, he he's... Uh, you know, no. I mean, most of uh, most of the Irish Jews moved to moved to what's now Israel, except right. for like a few. But uh, there is a, there is a, there's one um, TD who's uh, who's Jewish, uh, who also wrote a steamy uh, novella, yeah. uh, like uh, Fifty Shades of Matzah. A kind of yeah. <laughs> um, Gonna make a really great jokes here in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That it. Yeah. Good. These headphones are killing my. Ears. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's, it's gone. Really, it's, next it's, time it's gone. Really yeah, it's gone really distorted here. Yeah, I think so, we're gonna wrap it up. Maybe cut all the stuff I said yeah. about Jews and politics, and I might cut a lot of that? stuff, but then yeah. I mightn't either. That's like the danger when you have me on the podcast. It's a lot of editing. I didn't say the N word yet. Yeah. Do you wanna NHL just to finish it? No. Come on. What? I'm not going to say the N-word. I was thinking necessity. No. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, I'm definitely cutting all that.
Yeah, I don't like that word either. And he's tried to make me say it before. <laughs> the whole point of the hmm. podcast is to try to make your co-host say the N-word. Yeah. Shane? <laughs> yeah? I know that you've actually said it. Nostalgia. Um, Have I? Look, I've got a firm stance on eating the homeless, and I'm going to say it over and over again. I don't know what he just said. There. Yeah, quality's too bad now. Shane, it's nice to meet you. It's very distorted here. It sounds, sounds like Robocop. <laughs> but... It sounded like I just said nice to meet you, and you said it was shitty. <laughs> Which is a fantastic response. <laughs> Sorry, the line is, like, really bad. Me, too. That's okay. Yeah, sorry, the line's very bad. I think I kind of just got good right now this instant. But, yes, it was nice to meet you, too. It wasn't shitty at all. (laughs) Hello? Uh, Cool. Well, we might might do it again sometime. Um, But, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks again. Shane, this is thank you. I can't hear shit. The (laughs) This is the best ending. I'm sorry. Shitty, shitty, shitty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I destroyed your podcast. This is the best ending. I'm gonna just, just yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 You just listened to the Famine of Knowledge. The Famine of Knowledge is a podcast uh, produced by Steve Maher, uh, co-hosted by Steve Maher and Shane, and that guest was uh, John Fail. Really sorry about the delay between the releases of these things. Um, I, I got pretty busy during the summer and then just kept putting off editing this. But I'm going to try and get back on track and releasing these. And if I am right about this, this should be out on iTunes very, very soon. So, um, you know, if you are on iOS, you can um, you can listen to it on iTunes. And if you're on Android, you can uh, listen to it the way that you previously listened to it. Um, next guest, I have no idea who the fuck it is. I have to figure this out. Me and Shane are going to Skype next week. Might record it. Uh, it'll probably be lower quality, and I'll ask him during it if we'll use it later. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy the waves.